The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school football. So on successive drives, the Stars will go for it on fourth down from inside uh, about the 42-yard line. So Masker, out of that pistol, will roll out to his right. That's where all of his wide receivers are. He's going to throw the ball deep. He's got a man. That's Holtmeyer who catches the ball at the five, lunges to the goal line, touchdown! Tonight, it's a Tri-Cities rivalry game in Kearney as the Grand Island Central Catholic Crusaders battle the Kearney Catholic Stars. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Rolling out is Masker. Masker looking to run. Will be spun forward. Spinning and chucking the ball over his shoulder is Masker into the hands of Holtmeyer for the most unorthodox touchdown you will ever see. Central Catholic hand the Stars their only loss of the regular season last year, and neither can afford to lose another game if they want to play in the postseason. Kearney Catholic looks to cap homecoming week by avenging last year's loss. It's the Crusaders and Stars coming up next, but first, the New Tech Seed pregame show will join ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcart and Don Lee Sly from Milesfield and Kearney. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. A beautiful night for football here at Miles Field. Randy Bushcutter and Scott Carlin here with you for coverage of the Carney Catholic Stars playing host to Grand Island Central Catholic. It's the final home game of the season for the uh, class. I guess it'd be a class of 2016, but the uh, the uh, seniors in the 2015 football class will be wrapping up their career here at home. A little bit unusual for the Stars because they really, realistically, are not playing for a playoff position, something that uh, none of these players on this field have ever experienced before. But there's still plenty to play for, Coach, because there, there's a lot of pride on the line. And, again, a, a rival comes in town in, in Grand Island Central Catholic. Yeah, you know, this is a big game as far as things because, one, it's homecoming week here at Kearney Catholic. It's last home game for these guys. And they're kind of one of those teams that might be the victim of the transition time from the 32 to the 16-team playoffs. And I think these guys want to leave their mark that said hey we're still establishing the program here yeah we might not have made the playoffs they're still on that bubble can they get in can they not but they want to make sure this program is as strong as it was when they took over as their senior class they're currently 25th in the state in terms of wild card points of course the uh, eight district champions get that automatic bid and then there's eight wild cards that go from there so realistically you need to get into the top about 16 or so to have that be a chance and with three games left some things can happen but um more than likely, uh, it's not going to happen here for Carney Catholic this season. But as you said, plenty to play for. And again, this is a team, Grand Island Central Catholic, last year that beat Carney Catholic, an opportunity for the Stars to kind of avenge that. And the Crusaders, yeah, they're 2-4, and four, but they're not a bad football team. They have played a tough schedule and uh, have trouble scoring some points against some quality opponents. But uh, they're, they're a team that certainly can jump up and get Carney Catholic tonight. Yeah, you know, definitely it's a rival game. You know, if you look back at the games of any of the past sports between these guys for about the past five or six years, maybe the favorite's not always the team that's come out on top, whether that be football. A good example would be last year where most people, I think, would have picked Kearney Catholic to come out on top. 
and then you look at some things throughout other sports, and you can tell it's going to be a competitive game. And anytime you get two Tri-City teams playing together, you know the emotions run a little bit higher, and I think that'll be a key pivotal fact for tonight's game. And we'll uh, talk about that and a whole lot more when we sit down with the coaches. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Your yield leader. Contact Terry Jason Starker, a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk with the two head coaches, and we'll start with Kurt Finke, the head coach of the Crusaders from Grand Island Central Catholic, when we come back right after this timeout. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Welcome back to ESPN Radio's coverage of Friday Night Football and the New Tech Seed pregame show. Tonight, Kearney Catholic will finish out the home portion of their season with Grand Island Central Catholic, and this has always been a heck of a rivalry, and now Kurt Finke of the Crusaders head coach uh, gets to be a part of it. And, Coach, uh, thanks for the time so much. And uh, I know we talked before the season taking over and, and then actually when fall camp started, and I- I'm sure not everything is clicking exactly like you want, but uh, when you when you play a rival, and there's always a little blood between the teams. Sometimes that can pep up the step a little bit in the week of practice. Yeah, it can. You know, this I know. You know, talking to the kids and, and seeing their attitude in practice. This is a big week for us. Um, like you said, they're, they're rivalries, and you know, it's, it's not as difficult to get them fired up for a game like this. But you know, you also have to keep in perspective and, and approach it like you do any week. And trying to keep them grounded is the main thing right now. And just um, going out and. Trying to execute on uh, tomorrow night or tonight will be very important for us. You've played a couple of really good teams that have put some points up on you, but it seems like the offense may be giving you a little more problems than the defense so far. Oh, what's been going on with the Crusaders? You know, just inconsistency um, in our offense is kind of hurting us. You know, we're uh, just can't get things going. We we take two steps forward and three steps back on offense. It seems like with just miscues and and things like that, but. We're, you know, we're seeing um, success every week. We're seeing progress every week. So that's the main thing is if we can just keep improving and, and keep moving the sticks from game to game, we'll get to where we need to be. Physicality, has that been a problem at all uh, for you guys up front on either side of the line? You know, a little bit. We're we're much, much smaller than every team we've played. We, you know, we didn't realize how, how uh, much smaller we were until we got into the game and see some of these rosters and, you know, and um, we got kids that um, our biggest kid is their smallest kid. So yeah. we just have to, you know, work angles and, and, you know, our kids are doing a great job of uh, competing every week up front. You know, our senior leadership up front has been very, very good. So we can't complain about that, but we can't do much about body size at this time of the year. So we just have to make sure we're working hard and, and executing on both sides of the ball as best we can. 
Kirk Finke, Grand Island Central Catholic football coach, is joining us. And, and for the fans that are just tuning in, three of the four losses this year are to five and one teams. And we talk about big teams perennially. Broken Bow, Gothenburg, Albion have some big guys up front. You do have a nice win over a Milford Dorchester team that's four and two, which shows that you guys mm-hmm. can get it done. What did you do so well in that game that you continue to try to do the second half of the season? You know, basically not a lot of big plays. Um, you know, that we, uh, we gave them a, one big play most of the game, and, and um, it really helped us, you know, and we've been giving up a lot of big plays um, before that in Broken Bow and then a couple big ones lately. But, you know, we just have to eliminate the big plays and not put them, put ourselves in um, bad situations, which we did last week against Minden. And, you know, their 14 points we basically gave to them. So we, we have to stop that, and that's I know that's one thing Coach Kester's working on the defensive side of the ball and, and if we can eliminate the big plays, we're going to play with everybody. But, you know, it's, it's, that's kind of tough to do, too, against some of these offenses. So it's a challenge we're willing to take on each week. How big has the turnover bug been a problem for you? It's been pretty big. You know, we, um, we've eliminated it the last three weeks. We've done, our, done a good job with that. We've, in the positive ratio, last couple of weeks. So we've, that's been a concentrated effort since um, Gothenburg and Boone Central. So, um uh, it is getting better. Um, we're, we're making better decisions at the quarterback position, and we're hanging on the ball more as a running back. And, and you know, it's just it's been a very good thing um, for the most part. And, you know, last week we had um, a couple young kids in there because of injuries. We were very depleted last week at the end of the game. We were down to our third and fourth string running back. So, um, you know, it just gives them experience and makes it better down the road. We're talking with the head football coach in his first year at Central Catholic, but plenty of experience for, for Kurt Finke. Was there any – it's hard to tell before the first game. Uh, you can look in practice. Was there any problem with transition, some of the things that you wanted to do? What did the kids take to very well, and what are you still kind of battling out there from the changing of, of one staff to another? Uh, I think, like we said before, the, the offensive philosophy and offensive um, game planning has been a little bit more difficult than um, – in, in past transitions, I think simply just from personnel standpoint, you know, I didn't know exactly what the kids were capable of doing. I think we should have probably been a little more wide open when we first started. We we don't have great speed, but we are pretty quick. So, you know, we, we need to try and get to the edge and get the ball out in space to some of our um, better athletes. And and we're, we've been adjusting our offense throughout the year to do that. Um, same thing on the defensive side of the ball, trying to go to our strengths and, and have kids flying around. So, uh, you know, I don't think it's been a tough transition. Transition. It's just been a little bit longer than maybe expected. And uh, Carney Catholic for the first half of the season had some troubles, as you would have said, big plays, tackling, and things like that. They were much better last week, uh, albeit one big play against Central City. What do you What do you see from the Stars? You know, it's it's uh, they're very talented. You know, and I I, I know that um, they have a great coaching staff, and and just watching film on them, they're they're very talented. They have a lot of playmakers and. And I, you know, I, I'm hoping we match up pretty well against them. Like you said with the rivalry thing, you know, sometimes you can throw records out the window, and we're kind of hoping that's the case tomorrow. And, and just really uh, being aggressive um, on the offense side of the ball, eliminating the big plays and the turnovers, and and putting ourselves in a position to win is is the key for us to, for um, this game with Carney Catholic. And, and finally, Kurt, is there anything X and O's wise that Carney Catholic does different than maybe the first six teams you've seen? You know. Not a lot. You know, they, they spread the ball out. I think um, me being a, a newcomer to GICC, I, I don't see it as much. I think some of the coaches um, have talked about maybe they're a little more wide open than they've been in the past, but I'm I'm familiar with that those sets. And they do spread you out a lot. They they try and get it to their playmakers, which <clears throat> good coaches will. 
So, you know, we have to we have to do a good job of covering the entire field. And I, I think before they were kind of a power team. Now I think they run a little bit of everything, which makes them even more um, explosive and more dangerous. So we'll definitely have our work cut out for us. But, you know, we're looking forward to it. All right, Coach, we'll see you can kind of keep uh, some momentum here in the last three weeks of the season. We always appreciate chatting with you, and uh, best of luck to you and the Crusaders. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. That's Head Coach Kurt Finke of Grand Island Central Catholic. We'll chat with Dave Calling of Carney Catholic on the new Tech Seed pregame show right after this on ESPN Radio. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. If you want to know how well a tractor tire is built, check the warranty to see how it's backed. That's when you'll learn that Firestone Farm tires carry one of the best warranties in the business. Every tractor radial we build is backed by a full two-year replacement warranty, a guarantee that's backed by a highly trained, certified Firestone Farm tire dealer near you. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio. Already the home finale for Carney Catholic. It's homecoming. A lot of things going on on this final night. But uh, for head coach Dave Calling, the most important thing is obviously getting a win to try and keep playoff hopes alive with a couple of games to go after this. And coach, um, last week, uh, a game that uh, I don't know how it would go if it was played 10 times. Uh, it seemed like your defense really played well, but one of the bugaboos has been the big play, and in a minute, the lead was gone. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you, Doug. We uh, came out, and I thought we had a great plan ready to, to try to stop their passing attack, and I thought the kids executed very well, uh, you know, and and like you said, we had an 80-yard, gave up an 80-yard touchdown on one play and then turn around and have a pick six on, on our next possession, so 14-point swing in a matter of a minute, so... You know, but uh, kids uh, played hard and, and uh, did a great job for the most part. They had one other, one other possession, you know, that that uh, got them a score. And other than that, I thought we shut them down pretty good on defense. And uh, you know, we had our chances on offense too. We got in the red zone numerous times and came away came away empty. And, and you know, against a good team, you can't do that. Let's let's start there. You were up fourteen nothing. Had a chance maybe to put the nail in the coffin in the first yeah. quarter in the red zone again. Uh, elected to throw the ball on third and one. And I always know that there's everybody says, well, what did you see on that play? And then unfortunately, a, a bad snap on the field goal attempt. So you come away with nothing. Although it wasn't a dumpster fire after that. They they went ahead and, and Central City after both of your field goals that were missed was able to to pick up points. Uh, it wasn't like it unraveled at that point. But what did you see when you had that opportunity? You know, we weren't. We I didn't. We didn't. We didn't feel like we were real uh, able to run the football uh, like we were hoping we would be able to. So on that third down, they loaded the box, and and so we elected to throw the football on that on that uh, particular play. And and you know, you go back and look at the film and and uh, second guess yourself sometimes, I guess. But but on that particular play, uh, you know, we we. Uh, uh, had been throwing the ball well, and it wasn't like it was a, a, a long route that we were running. And, and uh, so, but yeah, we needed to come away with points there. That is just one of the 
one of the three times we needed to come away with some points, even even three there, you know, get you a three possession lead. And, and I did not do it. And you uh, sure we would have been, you know, loved to have gone up 21 nothing. That uh, uh, is a, it's a huge deficit to overcome, but but weren't and uh, had other opportunities and just didn't get good points on the board. Dave Colling, head football coach, Carney Catholic with us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. It wasn't the only time that you struggled in the red zone. And if you can't run the ball like you want, was it something that Central City did? I know you've had uh, problems at a variety of times at the year, but it had seemed to have been getting better. How do you see that going up against Central Catholic and then Minden and then Holdridge here at the end? You know, I think it's getting better. Uh, you know, we do a talk to the line, you know, when you get in the red zone, you've got to be able to run the football. And it's just, you know, all the, 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 the passes that were open, you know, on the 40 yard line aren't open when you're down on the 10. And uh, so when you get down there, you got to be able to run the football. So we, you know, talk to the line, you know, we got, we got maybe, you know, three of the five blocking great on one play and then, and then, you know, two of the five on the next play. And, you know, when, when they all gel and they all uh, do their job, uh, we can run the football. And so worked on that a lot this week and, and, you know, hopefully the guys understand that. And I feel like I said, I think we're getting better, uh, uh, but, but we definitely need to run the football this Friday. Will you be able to use the same type of defense uh, against the last three opponents? Uh, I know Central Catholic would like to throw it. They have thrown seven picks uh, so far, or was it just something bringing the house that would only work against what Central City does through the air? You know, that was pretty much special for them. We'll we'll use a little bit of variation uh, against Central Catholic out of that uh, same uh, concept that we used last week. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, if you leave uh, Carlson kid back there, with some time, he'll pick you apart. So we knew we had to get some heat on him, and we uh, so that was that was especially for Central City. Uh, but but you'll see a little bit of variations tonight, you know, uh, from that because they they will throw the ball. They like to uh, definitely nowhere near uh, what Central City did um, in different formations and stuff like that. But but they will they will chuck it around a little bit. But they like to run the football also. Dave calling with us for another couple minutes here on our pregame show, getting ready for Central Catholic. Uh, a, a loss like that overshadow, overshadows a lot of good things that happened in the football game. And boy, what a game John Bach had for you. You know, he did. And, and like I said, we, you know, we talked about this a lot on Saturday morning. Uh, you know, sometimes you, you don't, you know, I thought we played probably the best football game we played all year uh, last Friday. And, and sometimes it doesn't show on the scoreboard, unfortunately. And so, you know, kept the kids positive and, and, uh, you know, we got to go back, we went back to work and, and, uh, now it's just one game at a time and we got to take care of business. And, and now the scoreboard does matter uh, more so than, than, uh, it always matters, but you know what I mean? Uh, Dave, um, I, I guess a question that probably needs to be asked if a quarterback throws a pick on the last drive, everybody knows if a running back fumbles it on the last drive, everybody notices it. And Grant Bushcutter has been so solid for you and, and had two exciting kicks in the playoffs for you last year. Take us through the last series now that it's not the heat of the moment and how you've worked with him this week to make sure that that doesn't have a hangover effect. You know, I even called him Doug Friday night at midnight and <laughs> made sure he was okay. You know, he kicked a 40-yarder, uh, you know, earlier in the game. And, uh, you know, there's so much that goes into, like you know, like I told him, so much goes into a field goal. People don't understand, you know, the snap has to get back there in a certain amount of time. Uh, you know, so all this all this works. The hold has to be uh, placed. The laces have to be away. And all all that has to happen while the kicker is in rhythm and going. So, 
you know, many things go into play. Uh, one of the field goals attempts, you know, there was a bad snap, for example. And uh, so, you know, I told him to hang his head, uh, you know, don't hang your head down. Uh, you've got us the places, you know, with your leg. And uh, it just wasn't, you know, wasn't meant to be tonight. And, and you know, whether, you know, looking at the film and stuff like that, uh, like I said, a lot of things go into play. He's He's fine. He played a great defensive game for us. I did a lot of nice things on defense, too, and by no means did he have any, uh, you know, he didn't lose the game for us for sure. We had ample opportunities to, to get points on the board, not just him. Yeah, we just got to work on his speed so he gets that interception all the way to the end zone. We got to get that mom speed, not that dad speed. Dave, a last second here before we wrap it up. Grand Island Central Catholic, uh, what do you see? It looks like they have a little trouble offensively, but defensively, uh, maybe they can make some things happen. Yeah, pretty. I mean, like I said, their record doesn't indicate how good I think they are either. They got some some speed at places. They got a six four uh, tight end that uh, looks like a pretty good ball player. He's young, but he's pretty good. You know, and I think their line looks actually pretty good. And uh, so they'll they'll come out in a little thirty front, I think, and, and maybe run some forty against us. But but uh, defensively, they look, they look pretty salty. And and uh, you know, even offensively, they like to do a little double wing stuff. But they uh, like to, you know, run ISO and, and some option and, and stuff like that. So, you know, we're going to have to uh, take care of business tonight. And, and uh, like you told the kids, you know, uh, granted we may have uh, played, you know, one of our better games last week, but we need to to build on that and, and uh, make this, this game just one step higher. And, you know, that's all you can ask the kids, you know, to get better from week to week. And so we're looking to take that next step and get better from last week. Carney Catholic coach Dave Colley on the new Tech Seed pregame show. Dave, best of luck. We'll chat next week. Doug, thank you. I appreciate it. We'll be back with the starting lineups from Miles Field right after this on ESPN. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home, Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. This is Doug Ferguson. I've been here at the top of the hill for a lot of years, selling cars and trucks, making friends, and now we're Platt Valley Auto Kearney, and that's what we do. Hey, this is Irish Brain of Platte Valley Auto here in Kearney. I came all the way from Ireland to sell cars, make friends, and say top of the hill, Kearney. Selling cars and making friends, Platte Valley Auto. And welcome back here to Milesville. Time now for our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for Grand Island Central Catholic, and we'll give both offensive and defensive starters. And Boone, uh, who is a 5'11", 175-pound senior, uh, he'll play in the offensive and defensive backfield. Also in the...
Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Nebraska weather is so unpredictable. Don't be left out in the storm with hail dents or even door dings. When your car plays the star in the episode of Nebraska Severe Weather, see the professionals at Dent Popper and Carney to save you. Dent Popper can remove minor hail damage, door dings, and other minor dents without damaging the original paint. Joel, Scott, and the guys at Dent Popper know how important your vehicle is to you, and keeping it looking nice is what they do. Stop into Dent Popper today, just south of the library on First Avenue in Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. 255-pound senior, Brandon Mertz, 6'3", 235 pounds, and a junior. At center on offense will be Tyler Connolly. He is a 5'8", 175. Williams will start at linebacker. He is 6'2", 195 pounds, and a junior. Uh, The uh, corner will be John Hoosman, a 5'10", 175-pound. Receiver and linebacker will be Brady Holtmeyer, 6'1", 195 pounds. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust with all your heating needs. Winter will be here soon. Is your heating system ready? Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Kelly and the crew will check out everything on your furnace or heat pump to make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. The game is more fun to watch with Fanatics. Fanatics Sports Bar in Kearney, that is, and now there's even more Fanatics to love. The new edition nearly doubles the room inside, and the bullpen combines the great outdoors with great seats to the game. Follow the Oscars and your other favorite teams on over 30 high-def TVs, including two huge HD projection screens. Treat yourself to a wide variety of appetizers, sandwiches, pizza, wings, burgers, and even a kid's menu that will make you stand up and cheer. Football is more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue in Kearney. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. 
the bank with a true Carney connection. Good things will happen. And welcome back here to Milesville. We apologize for our technical difficulties. Again, real quick, let's give you Carney Catholic's starting lineup. Offensive and defensive line, Michael Daniel, 5'10", 255-pound junior. Offensive line, defensive line as well. Ryan Brongart, 6'4", 255 pounds, and a senior. Offensive and defensive starter, Andrew Harms, 6'3", 255 pounds, and a senior. Two-way starter, Brandon Mertz, 6'3", 235 pounds, and a junior. At uh, center today will be Ty Connolly, 5'8", 175 pounds, and a junior, uh, starting in place of Mitchell Wasty, the senior, who is injured today. At linebacker, Nathan Williams, 6'2", 195 pounds, and a junior. John Hoosman, also a junior, 5'10", 175 pounds. Linebacker and wide receiver will be Brady Holtmeyer, 6'1", 195 pounds, and a senior. Grant Bushcutter will start at either safety or cornerback. He is a senior, 6'185 pounds. At wide receiver, Tyler Mestel. Also at linebacker will be Mestel, 5'11", 185 pounds, and a senior. John Bach will start as well, 185 pounds, senior. Bryce James, of course, 5'10", 175 pounds, and a senior. And the quarterback is Matt Master, a sophomore, 6'2", 200 pounds. That is your starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. And that'll wrap up our new Tech Seed pregame show. Kicking off here will be Bryce Seelock for uh, Grand Island Central Catholic. It will go into the end zone for the touchback. And Carney Catholic, of course, will have first possession of the game here as they'll line things up at the 20-yard line. Randy Bushcutter and Scott Carlin uh, filling in for Don Lease, who is uh, celebrating his father's birthday. And uh, Coach, uh, give us your last-minute thoughts as we just get ready to get ready to get this thing underway. I think the team that can run the ball most successfully will have the better chance of winning the ball and then obviously taking care of the ball here. Yeah, you got to protect it, and they're going to spread things out. They're going to go with that uh, lineup where they only have three line uh, running back, three linemen right in the middle. Masker is in that pistol formation. He is looking to throw, and he's got time, and he's got a man wide open, and he makes a connection, Bach, with the catch at the 40-yard line. That will be a gain of 40 yards, a play that they've been practicing and thinking about all week. They knew they were going to run that play. Yeah, you know, Coach Harvey kind of told me before the game that that would be their first play of the game here. They really thought they had an opportunity to hit him with that, and that was really something Coach Harvey scouted all week, that he thought he had an opportunity to hit him there, and John Bacher in a great wheel route there and got outside and was able to haul in a great catch there and a great ball by Matt Masker. His knee was down a little bit short of the 40-yard line, so that'll be 39 yards, more traditional line up and they'll give it right up the middle and just a stride away from maybe busting that one big was James but James a nice quick hitter right up the middle has a nice gain of about four or five yeah you know they went with that h-back set and Ryan uh, Blake came across and hit the nose guard and that allowed our the center and guards to be able to get up to the linebackers and just a little shoestring there tripped up Bryce otherwise he was gone who's been in a split out wide on the wide side of the field and there's trips to the right of Masker, who's in that pistol formation. James off of his shoulder. He'll hand him the football, and he'll go off that left corner and gain just a couple of yards. That's line surge. That's about all there was. There wasn't really a hole there, but they got about half of what they need on second down, and it now will set up third and three. Yeah, you know, just the left side kind of surged out there, was able to just move the whole pile there, and Bryce picked his way, and linebacker filled up there. And uh, just made a nice little simple tackle here to set up a third and two. It's actually, yeah, about two, two and a half is what's going to be necessary to get the first down here. Carney Catholic's first possession of the ball game. They hit a big 39-yard pass a couple plays ago, and now they'll hand it off to James Nomasker keeps it, and he is going to be hit. And I think he got back the line of scrimmage, and that is going to be it. 
Yeah, it looked like almost a designed quarterback run there because they sat on Matt's side there instead of giving it to Bryce there. Bryce looked like he had the hole, so Matt looked like he had the design read, and the Crusaders stayed at home and made a nice sure tackle on Matt. So it's at the 34-yard line, and now it will be three yards, as they did lose a little bit. So it's going to be fourth and three, and they're going to bunch up that quad formation off that right side. Ball right in the middle of the field, and James is going to go out to that far side as well. And so Masker looking out there, gives it out to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer with a little stiff arm. He leans forward inside the 35-yard line, gets the line of scrimmage, and that is going to be it. Yeah, like Nathan Boone kind of was able to shuck a block there and just shoot the gap and make a nice tackle on Brady Holtmeyer on a big fourth down play. And GACC held it big after that big first for the Stars. So it is a turnover on downs here. So good field position for their first possession of the game for Grand Island Catholic. And that 39-yard pitch and catch to start the game essentially goes for not here, and I bet we see that formation again by the end of the day. Yeah, I think definitely that was something that looked like it had GICC confused a little bit there, so I wouldn't be surprised if they came back to it. They'll run the ball a lot out of this I formation as Anspa is under center, and he's calling out the signal, and he'll hand it off a little ISO right up the middle, and bouncing out is going to be Nathan Boone, and Boone's going to be met by a whole host of stars as he gets the line of scrimmage, and that is going to be it. Yeah, you know, Andrew Harms was really tough to block there for him. He shuck a blocker there and stood him up, and then Brady Holtmeyer, Ryan Blake, Grant Bushcutter, and uh, John Hoosman came in to clean it up, so there's no gain on the play. There is maybe the length of the football is about all they're going to do here as uh, they will now have it second, and we'll call it 10 from the 34-yard line, nine and a half minutes to go. First possession of the game here for Grand Island Central Catholic and running back off of either shoulder for Anspa, who's looking to throw, and he throws the ball deep over the middle, and it's going to be intercepted. Hoosman all over that. Great coverage. Bushcutter will help pick him up as that interception is made at the 26-yard line, and a great catch there by number 21, and we've seen that before. Defensive ball in the air, and the number 21 comes down with it, and this time it's John Hoosman that does that. His brother did that for four years here, and that one looked just like Big brother used to do. Yeah, you know, Brian must have taught him a few things there. GACC had a nice max protect there and only two receivers in the route. So bracket coverage by Carney Catholic and nowhere to fit it in. And Anspa tried to, but John definitely read it right. And that's uh, eighth interception of the season against Anspa. They hand it off to James, and James is not going to get back the line of scrimmage. Coming through unblocked. Yep, Penichar comes through there. Josh Penichar is the one that comes up with the tackle. That's going to be a loss of about five on the play. Yeah, you know, just kind of shot the gap and guessed right, I guess, because he slanted hard and was able to get across the lineman's face there and make a nice tackle in the backfield and sets up a second long here. Carney Catholic's really got to get ahead in the sticks. Yeah, second and 15 here. They're definitely behind those sticks. And Masker, a little pump fake, throws off that right side. He's got a man open over there. Breaks one man, miss, has enough for the first down, picks up a block at the 50. He has it at the 30. With it is Pacheco at the 10, at the 5. Can he get the pylon? Just short of it. Stepped out of bounds. They're going to say closer to the 10-yard line. He picked up a huge block right at the 50-yard line that took off two defenders. Yeah, you know, Brady Holtmeyer definitely ran his route, came back and saw the thing, and did a great job of sitting and waiting until Eric Pacheco could get there to spring the block and might have been lucky that he stepped out because the ball looked like it was popped loose just right at the end and rolled across the end line before it went out, which would have been a touchback for the Crusaders, I believe. But a huge play on the second and long for the Stars. That's a gain of about 72 on the play as they're going to mark it inside the 10-yard line. They're going to be well, not quite the 9, but they cannot get a first down here. 
And Masker out of that pistol formation. Man comes across in motion over there. Now another man comes across, and they're going to hand it off to him on a jet sweep. A little stiff arm there for Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer cuts back to the inside, dies for the pylon. He's in for the touchdown. Yeah, you know, the Stars went with that H-back set, and Tyler Mesta was the H-back that time, and Tyler came across in motion first, and he was able to seal the edge so Brady Holtmeyer could get to the outside, and then a nice job blocking out there. I believe it was John Bach out wide, and he really was able to one that gave Brady the extra three or four yards to get to the end zone there, and a nice start for Kearney Catholic after stuck or being stuck in the first possession. That touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank and Carney, the better bank. And they looked very good on that series, did Carney Catholic, as they're able to march down the field. And now Bushcutter will try to add the extra point. Snap is down. Kick is up. It is high. And it is good. So 8.28 to go here. Quarter number one. The Stars move the ball effectively the first time and then sputter. The second time they're able to cash in for the touchdown. And the Stars lead it 7 to nothing here at Miles Field. We'll be back here in the first quarter right after this timeout. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Take time out to find what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. Stars march right down the field after they get the big pitch and catch. Uh, that little flare pass out to uh, Pacheco on second and long. And the Stars were able to get good field position and cash in. Yeah, you know, underwritten or understated thing there was Matt had a lot of time to set his feet and throw the ball. There wasn't pressure coming up, and Eric was able to run about a 10 to 12 yard out, and GICC just dropped a lot deeper. If you want to know how well a tractor tire is built, check the warranty to see how it's backed. That's when you'll learn that Firestone Farm tires carry one of the best warranties in the business. Every tractor radio we build is backed by a full two-year replacement warranty, a guarantee that's backed by a highly trained, certified Firestone Farm tire dealer near you. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life. And welcome back here again. Apologize for the technical difficulties. We do uh, apologize, and we have uh, folks working on it here. Quick little handoff to the fullback right up the middle. Gain of only about one on the play here. So it'll be second, and we'll call it nine and a, nine or so from the 25-yard line. Ansbach is in the pistol formation, running back off of either side, and he's going to hand it off on that right side to Nathan Boone. Boone trying to take it off tackle and cuts back to the inside, gains maybe a couple of yards. There just really wasn't a seam to run through there at all. Yeah, you know, the first down they tried up the middle with a little fullback trap. Then that play, they tried to basically run the old student body right where they led two 
two running backs around for him and uh, pulled a guard and stuff. But the Stars did a nice job stepping up, and he was able to dive forward for a couple more yards. But a nice play there for the Stars' defense on what looked like it could have been a little bit bigger gain, but a nice step up by looked like the safety John Hoosman there. So it's going to be third and about four here. Under center is going to be eight, and they're going to go out of that I formation. And again, they'll have that fullback and then just try to pound right at you with that ISO right up the middle, and that's exactly what they're going to do. And uh, Harms is up there. Now um, Cooper Holbrook tries to stand him up. So does John Bach. Grant Bushcutter's in there. And I think they may have got enough there as he just kind of slipped through there. Harms had him, but was reaching out there with an arm, and he was able to just kind of slide those shoulder pads off and got enough for the first down. Yeah, it looked like Herbeck was able to kind of stay between Andrew and the ball carrier there. So when Andrew got a paw on him, that was all it was, was just a paw. And he was able to keep the legs moving forward and get just enough for a first down here. So it'll be at the 34-yard line as uh, first first down of the game here for the Crusaders out of the I formation. Rolling out is going to be Anspaugh. He's looking to throw. Steps up. Pressure's coming. It's floating in the air. A lot of green jerseys there, and it's going to be incomplete. And again, a beat on the ball there was Bach. Bach uh, was actually a little bit deeper and had a pretty good chance at the interception. The coverage of the man where the ball was intended was by Grant Bushcutter, and there really wasn't much of a... Uh, an opening there at all. It would have taken a perfect throw. Yeah, you know, uh, they kind of ran a little play action, booted away from actually where they sent motion there, and he ran a nice skinny post there and was able to get, think he had a step, but again, that's a tough pass when you got two guys back there defending it and just nowhere to be found in the overshot his guy. So they're going to split another man wide out here. That's going to be Gleason. Gleason's going to be all by himself on the sideline. They're going to hand it off tackle over there, and boy, there's nothing there. First one there is Harms, uh, but then there was a lot of other help there as Brungart had a piece of that action, and so did Daniel. Yeah, you know, I think Ryan Blake stepped up from his linebacker spot as well and was able to be the one that finished him off there. Great job by the defensive line there surging up so the linebackers are able to stay clean and be able to make the play. So there's virtually no gain here, maybe a half a football again here. But again, it sets up a nice third and long here for the Stars defense. We'll see if they can get it off the field here. Yeah, we're nearing the midway point of quarter number one. Stars lead it 7 to nothing. exactly six minutes to go now. As they'll spit a man out wide to the uh, right here. They put another man in motion, and they're looking that way. Now pressure's coming on the left side. Aiden's going to scramble, and Aiden Spa will get knocked out of bounds after gaining a couple of yards as uh, the first one there to start wrapping him up was James, and then James got some help to force him out of bounds. Yeah, you know, a pretty big play there. It looked like Ryan Blake was able to get some pressure as well as uh, maybe Andrew Harms over there. And it made him step up because they had look, what looked like a mismatch between a six foot four wide receiver and Eric Pacheco out wide. And they weren't motion that way. But Anspa got a little bit of the happy feet due to the pressure and just took off and tried to get what he can. But a big stop for the Stars on third and long. Uh, Altuve is taller than Pacheco. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. High kick, and it's going to be picked up at the 30-yard line. Dancing around here is going to be Bach. Bach will take it out to the 35. And now hole close there. And it'll be first and 10 for the Stars at the 35-yard line. Last time they had their hands on the ball, they got it right down to the 9-yard line. And uh, in one big play, got themselves in the Platte Valley of Auto red zone. When you're in the zone shopping for a new used vehicle, head to the top of the hill. 2nd Avenue at 42nd Street, Kearney's hometown Ford store, Platte Valley Auto of Kearney. I had an opportunity had he just went north and south, but danced just a little bit there trying to get the big play, but it sets up a first down. And off to James up the middle, and James couldn't get up a full head of speed and then finally got uh, tugged on that leg there by Luke Wemhoff. 
yeah, you can kick or whatever. They're trying to trap the nose guard there and let him go, but he was able to shoot through there and almost get to Bryce before the block could, so it slowed him up enough that then the rest of the Crusader Calvary could get there for them. Second and nine. Man in motion comes shuffling through there. And he'll be that lead blocker as James now will cut it across the grain, bounces off one man, bounces out to that left side, and picks up another block out there and is going to be able to kind of pour his way forward for a gain of about eight, and it's going to be third and very manageable here. Yeah, you know, uh, Curtis Bach looked like he came across, got the nose, and the line just kind of surged forward, and Bryce was bopping in and out of things. And before you knew it, you had everything moving downfield, and Bryce wasn't even up to full steam yet. And checking back into the game here is Andrew Harms. He's off on that left side. We'll see whether or not that's the direction that they run the football. They're going to actually throw it. Quick little hitter up in the middle. It's going to be caught by Hoosman. Hoosman brings it across the 50, across the 45. Is going to have more than enough for the first down. Yeah, you know, just ran a little simple hitch route. Had four guys go out and run about five yards. Hitches, and Matt picked the inside receiver, which was John there. And John was able to turn quickly and get north and south again and cross midfield before everything happened there. Gain of 15, and Carney Catholic is in Crusader territory here. Masker looking to throw, is able to throw it. He's got a man out there. It's going to be caught and then off the fingertips of Bach and incomplete. He had it, and that was not an easy catch. He had it coming over his left shoulder, has his thrown ball, but that's not the easiest catch in the world to catch that one coming over your shoulder like that. No, that's definitely not, and uh, it looked like he was thinking maybe he had to slow up for a hit him right in the hands there but again maybe that's a play life is hectic schedules are full hi this is chris kasky with home federal bank we've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking mobile banking and mobile deposit fast secure and free giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule we're here for you today, we'll be here tomorrow, and we'll do it together. Build your future at home, Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to past events. And like us on Facebook to get selected. Well, let's see exactly what they mark here as they have that little uh, wheel route there to the running back on third and 10. It'll be a 10-yard penalty from the spot, and we'll see exactly. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. This is Doug Ferguson. I've been here at the top of the hill for a lot of years, selling cars and trucks, making friends, and now we're Platte Valley Auto Kearney, and that's what we do. Hey, this is Irish Brain of Platte Valley Auto here in Kearney. I came all the way from Ireland to sell cars, make friends, and say, top of the hill, Kearney. Selling cars and 
Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home For Carney Catholic at the 19, so they're in the Platte Valley Auto of Carney Red Zone. Quick little handoff to James. James has a little seam. We'll have a lead block out there, and he's going to be knocked down at about the 10-yard line. That'll be a gain of about eight. Yeah, you know, GICC is really jumping inside, so it looks like Carney Catholic's trying to change the angle that they're running, and they're trying to get to the sideline a lot more than they have in recent weeks, and that's what's able to open up some success. And Bryce picks up about nine. It's a great blocking by the wings and wides with those guys out there. It looked like it was John Hoosman maybe as being one and John Bach being the other that really were able to drive. Looks like everything it's the only thing others say it's not whether you win or lose it's how you play the game but everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win that's why tm sporting goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like steve veridol and tino martinez tm sporting goods on the bricks 2217 central downtown carney tm sporting goods a division of protein design Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney on a third and two. So great play there after a nice drive by the Stars. So Masker is able to hit Bach from 11 yards out, and now Bush 2.03 to go here in quarter number one. High snap, but handled nicely by Bach. It is going to be a high kick, and Bushcutter is able to punt. To nothing, Stars have the lead with 2.03 to go here in the first quarter. Stars up 14-0. We're going to for this timeout. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Young disputed Midwest yield leader. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
And welcome back. Uh, a new plan of attack here with our with our broadcast. We apologize for the technical difficulties. If you missed it, Master hit John Bach just moments ago on an 11-yard touchdown strike brought to you by Five Point Bank, the better bank. And the extra point was good, so it's now 14 to nothing. Carnic Catholic with 202 to go here in the uh, in the uh, first quarter. It's been an eventful first quarter. Stars have moved the ball a couple of times. Yeah, you know, uh, they had the nice big long pass play to start the game and kind of sputtered out. Then another big play to Eric Pacheco down the sideline. They were able to punch that one. That one was a little bit more conventional. Yeah, they had some 10, 15 yards plays, but it was littler chunks than having to rely on the 40 or 50 yard play. And it set up a nice little hitch route by John where he was able to drive his feet, get the defender to fall down essentially because he thought he was going elsewhere, come back for the ball and catch it for a touchdown. And the ensuing kickoff by Bushcutter, and again, it was when we have in our technical difficulties, not handled very well by GITC, so they've got it now second and 10 from their own four-yard line, a little flare out there, messed with good coverage there for Carney Catholic and a couple other stars in on the play as well as Bach comes out there as they just kind of ran that little wheel route to the outside to, I think that was Sam Tynan, and uh, there really wasn't any opening there at all. No, you know, uh, had some early pressure inside. He looked like he didn't quite want to do it, and that was the safety valve, so he just dumped it off and tried to get what he could. But again, great coverage by Mestel, and then James was able to come off his guy, and basically for a one-yard gain here, which forces up a third and long here, back in their red zone. GICC really needs to get something, otherwise they're going to be punting from the back of the end zone. Yeah, the back end of the end zone. The ball is now placed for third and nine from the six-yard line they have it, probably closer to the five here. And Spa's under center, and he's just going to hand it off to his uh, tailback, and they just little power dive kind of right up the middle. They bring it across the 10-yard line, so they're going to gain about five yards on the play and get a little room for their punter. Yeah, you know, they kind of just ran that little iso in there. It wasn't really a hold. They just kind of surged through with their line and dives forward, but he made sure he had two hands on the ball the entire time and sets up about a fourth and four here. And we'll see if GICC likes to try to pump before the quarter. They're going to let time run off. And it looks like they're going to let time go out in the first quarter. Yeah, that will do it. One quarter of play. Carney Catholic, nice quarter, though. They lead it 14 to nothing. And they'll be getting their hands on the football as they'll be fourth and four from the Crusaders 11 to start the second quarter. We come back here to Miles Field right after this timeout. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Local ownership to Rathland National Bank. Member... FDIC and Carney Catholic had some big plays, but also have really fairly effectively moved the ball here. And it is one of those times that Carney Catholic is the bigger, stronger football team out there. The Crusaders are a little undersized. Yeah, you know, I think when you're the bigger, stronger team, it allows you to do anything that you want a little bit more. And Carney Catholic's having a lot of success through the air 
which might be something that sets up the run for later because Matt's going a great ball tonight. And if you to get the ball back here to start the second quarter, essentially. I punt going to be picked up at about the 42-yard line here. A little stiff arm by Bach, and he'll step under and bring it inside the 35-yard line to about the 33. So Carney Catholic with great field position to start their first drive of the second quarter. And again, it is a homecoming tonight. And, uh, you know, senior night. So there's, there's a lot of motivation here for the Stars. Yeah, you know, there's that motivation. And there's also the fact that I believe GICC was the first one to see these guys last year. Yeah. And Rune came that perfect regular season that they wanted. And I think these guys are remembering that a little bit and wanting to show everybody, hey, we are a better team. And the Crusaders, maybe this is one of those timeouts where you just kind of want to circle the wagons a little bit because they call a timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. Crusaders call the timeout, trailing at 14 to nothing with 11.50 to go. Here in the second quarter, we're back after this. Out in the storm with hail dents or even door dings. When your car plays the star in the episode of Nebraska Severe Weather, see the professionals at Dent Popper and Carney to save you. Dent Popper can remove minor hail damage, door dings, and other minor dents without damaging the original paint. Joel, Scott, and the guys at Dent Popper know how important your vehicle is to you, and keeping it looking nice is what they do. Stop into Dent Popper today, just south of the library on First Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast. Luke, let's update you on a few other scores. Uh, the Bearcats, they're number nine in the state. They're playing at Omaha Bryan. They're also up 14 to nothing in the second quarter. No report yet between Millard South and third-ranked Grand Island. That game's being played in Grand Island. Adam Central and Hastings tied 7-7. to The game on our sister station, KHAS. Here we got a quick little handoff to James. James bounces to the outside, has a little steam cut back to the inside. I didn't see the guy that tripped him up, and they're uh, was just a, a one little paw kind of came out there by Nathan Boone, and if Boone doesn't make that tackle, James was going to be in space. Yeah, you know, uh, great block on the edge by Brandon Murs. He was able to turn the guys back in and really seal that outside. So Bryce didn't have to get quite as far to the edge. and was able to get north and south a little quicker. That's what was able to spring that big game. Napster, deep throw into the corner here on first and 10, and it is incomplete. As that was a gain of about 10 and a half yards for James. And again, that was just an eyelash away from a being a touchdown. And the ball just outside of the red zone here for Carney Catholic. Looks like that was a tendon for John Bach. They went back to that same play that was just off the fingertips earlier of John, and this time a little bit better coverage, and Matt did the wise thing and threw it where either John catches it or no one has a chance for it. So Nestle and Bach split out wide to the left. Nasker around that pistol formation. He's got time to throw. He's looking to that left side. It's going to be caught there by Nestle. Nestle at the 10, cuts back inside. He has an in-court touchdown. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. A Five Points Bank touchdown. To put the stars up now, twenty to nothing. You know, great job by the offensive line. Matt probably was back there thinking I can count to five and a half, six here, and then he was able to deliver a nice ball to Tyler Nestle, who was open partially because John Bach ran a nice route to run the guys off. They were worried about him in the end zone, and Tyler settled in about the eight-yard line, and then was able to do the rest himself. So great job by the stars offensive line at that time to give Matt the time to throw another great ball like he's done all night. Nestle's third touchdown catch of the season. The kick by Bushcutter is up, and it is good. It's 21 to nothing. Stars in control here against Grand Island Central Catholic with 11.24 to go in quarter number two. Stars in command. We're back right after this. 
With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust with all your heating needs. Winter will be here soon. Is your heating system ready? Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Kelly and the crew will check out everything on your furnace or heat pump to make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. And welcome back to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth. 21-0. Stars have the uh, lead. They have uh, controlled things. Grand Island Civil Catholic has not been able to cross the 50-yard line yet. Stars have had some big pass plays, a 72-yarder, a 39-yarder. They just threw a 23-yard touchdown pass to put them up by 21 points. Yeah, you know, uh, that last one was a great job. They had just ran the corner out, so the corner on that side was back clear off and didn't want to get hit hit deep over the top of the touchdown, so he backed up a little farther, and Tyler just ran a nice simple out route with John occupying the safety. Matt's able to throw a nice ball, which is able to have Tyler finish off of the end of But again, a lot of this has came down to the offensive line has been able to give Matt Masker a lot of time to deliver a very catchable ball to Yeah, and there's really been only one or two balls all night tonight that weren't quality-looking balls. Here they're trying the onside kick, and it didn't quite go well, let these mark it right at the 50-yard line. They're going to measure it. And I don't. I haven't seen an indication of what they're doing now. They throw the flag by a half yard. They are going to throw that a flag that it was touched a little bit early. And, again, where they have the ball spotted is not the 50-yard line. You kick off from the 40. So the, the, the officials got it right. Yeah, you know, it was just one of those things that looked like something Parnicast had seen, and it was there. Just kind of one of those things you've got to be a little more patient. Yeah. It's so hard to do. Well, they don't know where anybody is. And your instinct, he had got to the 50, but he had kind of reached a little bit behind him. And when he slid, he thought he was across the 50, but the official says, no, he's not quite yeah. there. And, and the, the officials absolutely yep. got the call right, right yep. in front of us. They nailed it, no question about it. Yep. And it's unfortunate for a couple of reasons. One of them is there wasn't anybody. It was there. There was nobody for the Crusaders within 10 yards of that football. And there was eight green jerseys there. Yeah, you know, Carney Catholic definitely saw something on their scouting report that was able to see that. And it was there, and that's very unfortunate. But that GICC up with their first time over the 50-yard line, and they just swing it out there and hopefully get the block. And, and they break one tackle on that little swing pass out there. Looked like Boone was able to break a tackle and get out there for a first down here. And this is the first time GICC is going to have a chance to press here tonight. Yeah, they go from the uh, 49-yard line because they were just short of the 50. And uh, they're going to gain 19 on that little pitch and catch there. I just kind of ran one of Carney Catholic's old play, that little flare screen out there, and just set some stuff up that was really nice. So they had a wall, essentially, using the motion guy to boot. So it'll be first and 10 from the 30. Deepest penetration here for the Crusaders after the uh, recovered onside kick. And Boone coming right up the middle is actually going to be thrown forward. And he's going to be just short of the 20-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about nine on the play. Yeah, you know, they just kind of went with the same formation as the time before, and this time just opened up and almost ran like a trap or just a quick hitter right up the middle, and the offensive line did a nice job of having the center be able to get to the middle linebacker, and the guards were taking care of the D-tackles, and before you know it, we got a nine-yard game. And Carney County, for the first time, a little bit back on their heels here. And it'll be second and less than one. And Spahn will be under center here. Only one back in the backfield behind him. They take the handoff, throws it, lobs it out there. Good coverage, but coming back with the ball is going to be Grand Island Central Catholic. They make the catch with a touchdown. There's a flag down on the play. 
Yeah, I think it's on the defense there. Uh, it looked like Wenzel maybe was the receiver there. Yeah. He was able to turn the defender around, and he just kind of reached out there and tried to grab him, and I, I, I believe from this angle. Yeah, it is going to be pass interference, so that'll be a 21-yard touchdown to Chase Wenzel. Yeah, you know, a great ball by Aiden Longspot. As he's just able to throw it up and let his bigger guy go up and get it there as they went motion away from where they wanted to throw. But it really was set up because they had the short field for the first time. And you got to wonder if the starters, the coaches, even though it was there, are wishing they kicked it deep here a little bit. So Seelock now will try the extra point. He's one of the best kickers in the state. Low snap, but it's handled. And Seelock's uh, kick is up. It is good. And so with 10.34 to go here in the second quarter, the onside kick failed by about a half yard. And uh, the short field for Grand Island Central Catholic, they cash it in for a five-point bank touchdown. And they now cut the Carnic Catholic lead to 21-7 to with 10.34 to go here in the second quarter back after this. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth. The Stars give up the touchdown. The zeroes off the board. The Crusaders beginning to make a more of a game of it here. They got the uh, the benefit of the correct call on the onside kick as uh, Carney Catholic trying to throw the knockout punch, but instead coming off the mat here is Grand Island Central Catholic to make this game a little bit more interesting. Yeah, you know, uh, definitely something that was there and available. We just couldn't, Carney Catholic just couldn't quite wait long enough to grab the ball and the official being right on the spot with the correct call again. Central Catholic good field position. And then their best drive overall because they were able to mix things up. So Elock will uh, punch it. And uh, James has it. There's a hole there, but he couldn't. He waited too long to get to it and took a little while to get there. And by the time he was there, it closed. So that was a huge hole. Literally, you could drive a bus sideways through that hole and then it closed. Yeah, you know, it looked like John Bach kept waiting for those guys to go, but they were trying to keep the hole there for him. He just kind of was a little hesitant there, and that's what allowed the Crusaders to close it down. I think if he would just, and he'll see it on film on tomorrow, that if he just hits it, he might Yeah, have I don't need blockers. There's, yeah. there's nobody there. And that was definitely a little indecision, and he'll regret that when he gets to watch that on film tomorrow. So out of the uh, pistol formation here is going to be Masker. And Masker will call it out. Takes the handoff. No, he did give it to James. James picks up a little block as he gets to the outside. Going to be knocked out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. We'll see where they spot it exactly. Just short of the 35. Yeah, you know, uh, it looked like John Bach was able to run his feet and turn the guy he was over there on the spot position, which allowed Bryce to get to the edge and pick up about five yards. But Andrew Harms is another guy that did a nice job of stealing the end with that outside linebacker kind of walking up the two steps outside of him. Masker will throw it out there and caught in stride by Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer is going to bring it out to the 40-yard line. Nice little gain of five, and it'll be first and ten for the Stars. You know, Brady just ran that same out route they've been having success with. This time, GICC manned up a little bit closer, and he's able to make the tackle. But again, a very catchable ball by Matt, hitting Brady right in stride, where if they don't make the tackle, he's got a chance for a big play. Reminder that internet streaming of all of our games brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are difference makers. Call the schedule late campus visit. 
Masker on first and 10. He's going to throw the ball deep. He's got a man out there. Bach is this. How many catches it over the shoulder? At the 20. At the 10. Keeps him down. Touchdown. Oh, they're going to call him out of bounds just outside the 15, it looks like. But that was a beautiful ball, and that's that same corner out they've been going back to. This time, John's able to reel it in, and it looks like Winslow is able to just get enough, and they said, oh, shoelace just touched the white line, as he couldn't have been out by too much more than that shoelace. But again, another huge play there through the air by Master, this time finding John Bach on that corner route. Well, they have to settle for first and 10 from the 15-yard line, and I thought he stayed in bounds. Master looking to throw. He's got a man, and it's going to be Smith as he was trying to connect out there with Hoosman. Nice play there defensively by Onsbach. So knock that one incomplete, and we'll have our second play from inside the Platte Valley Auto of Carney Red Zone. When you're in the zone shopping for a new used vehicle, head to the top of the hill. 2nd Avenue, 42nd Street, Carney's hometown Ford store, as the Stars now will have a 2nd and 15. 2nd and 10 from the 15. Well, se- yeah, 2nd and 10 from the 15. Master setting up the screen, throws it in underneath, and that walking in untouched is going to be James for a 5-point bank touchdown. A great call and executed to absolute perfection for the 15-yard score, brought to you by 5-point bank. And Ty Conley, the senior or the junior center replacing replacing the senior Mitchell Lacey, was able to steal the linebacker there. And most of the time, you only hear about the linemen if they're doing something wrong or something. But Tyler Conley was able to run the speed and make Bryce have five yards before he even had to think about a defender. And if you give Bryce James five yards to make a move, I take that chance every day. A lot of pressure coming, but Grant Bushcutter is able to punch it through for the extra point, and the Stars lead it 28-7 to with 9.42 to go as they march right down the field, answer back after GICC gets the score. They tack on their own touchdown, and the Stars, again, up by 21 with 9.42 to go here in the second quarter. We're back right after this timeout. The game is more fun to watch with Fanatics. Fanatics Sports Bar in Kearney, that is, and now there's even more Fanatics to love. The new edition nearly doubles the room inside, and the bullpen combines the great outdoors with great seats to the game. Follow the Oscars and your other favorite teams on over 30 high-def TVs, including two huge HD projection screens. Treat yourself to a wide variety of appetizers, sandwiches, pizza, wings, burgers, and even a kid's menu that will make you stand up and cheer. Football is more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back here to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth. 9.42 to go here in the second quarter. Stars offense kicking it right here. They're up 28-7 to with 9.42 to go here in the uh, first half. Some other scores for you. Uh, Menden right now is leading St. Paul 10-8. That came in the first quarter at last report. And sixth-ranked Holdridge is trailing at number 10 Central City 12-3. to That game's in the second. Bushcutter's kickoff is picked up deep. On that right side over there, with it is Boone. And Boone runs over one guy. He's able to bring it across the 35-yard line. We'll be down to about the 37. Yeah, you know, uh, GHC came out with a little different formation on the kick that time. So hopefully, obviously, thinking about that onside from the time before. And Boone was able to actually go opposite of where a lot of these guys were to the Crusader side. They looked like they set up to the short side a little more. But then when he had that unbalanced side there, he's able to basically run a guy over and cut GICC up with their second best field position of the day to start a drive. So it will be first and 10 from the 36-yard line. And Spa is going to be out of that shotgun formation, running back even with him on the right. And uh, Spa is going to keep it. Has a seam right through the middle, and there's nobody left. 
They've cleaned it. This is going to be a 64-yard touchdown for Anfa as GICC is able to answer right back. Yeah, you know, they ran that uh, little zone read there, and all of Carney Catholic's linebackers and defensive line crashes down to that side where the running back um, quarterback. Bale, yeah, Bale, yeah. Bale sold his fake yep. and allowed Anfa just to outrun everybody by the time they'd realized that he was five to seven yards beyond them. And it was basically a foot race win, which if you give a guy five to seven yards in a 50-meter dash, 50-yard dash here in this case, it's pretty much a guaranteed situation here for a touchdown. And that's what happened by ABN Paul. But a great take by Jonah Bale. So Seelock will try to add the extra point. Snap is down. Pressure coming, but he's able to punch it through. It appears it is cut. And it's now 28-14, to 9.24 to go here at second quarter as each team has scored the last two times they've had their hands on the football. And the Stars will get their hands back on the ball again with 9.24 to go in the second right after this timeout. No, Mom! It's Josh's turn! I had to take it out the last time! Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. And welcome back to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth. Touchdown of 64 yards out by Anpa and, again, GICC coming off the map. You know, again, uh, opportunity for them maybe to fold the 10 a little bit, but uh, they, they're hanging right with it. Yeah, you know, and that's a great sign for them with the first-year head coach that he's got them fighting, even when the odds appear to be against them. But a great shake there by Bales and Anspaugh with a nice read. And GICC has found some stuff with spreading the ball or spreading their players out there, kind of using some of the current Catholic's tactics. When you're a little undersized, you don't always have to line up in that eye formation. And that seems to be similar to what the Stars used to do. So Seelock with the high kick. Going to be picked up by James. James, there's a flag down. Brings it across the 22-yard line. And uh, the one official that thought was behind the play and threw about 25 yards forward from where he was at. This most assuredly is going to be a blocking infraction of some sort here on the Stars. Yeah, you know, it looked like the Star knew who it was, and he tried to show his hands at the end, but it was too late as the flag was already flying in. This is going to be Carney Catholic's worst starting field position of the game. So we'll see if the Stars can get back together and keep the pressure on, because otherwise GICC might be able to cut this lead to seven or even have a chance to tie, depending on what happens before halftime. Carney Catholic needs another big offense possession to respond, even though they're up 14. And there's a lot of football game left. we got a lot of action in front of us in this one, because uh, it's still 9-18 to go here. In the first half, Stars now have it first and 10 from their own 14-yard line after the penalty. They hand it off to James. James off that right side is going to bring it out to about the 20. We'll go off the 21, so a nice little 7-yard uh, dive right up the middle here for Bryce James. Yeah, that looks like the uh, center and guard combo of Ty Conley and Ryan Burnout were able to get some movement with the D-tackle, push him back into the linebacker's lap. Before you know it, you're able to get 5, 6 yards there and set up a very manageable second end four, second, five range. Out of that shotgun formation, give me Master here. We'll call it second and five. And he's looking to throw. He'll pop to that right side. Pass is going to be complete to Hoosman. Hoosman's going to be brought down at the 30-yard line. That'll be a gain of 10. And the Stars will move to chains here as Hoosman makes that uh, catch. Quickly updating you on a couple of scores here. Fifth-ranked Gibbon 
right now with a 13-6 lead over Arcadia Loop City. That game is on our sister station, Classic Hit, 98.9 FM. We'll deliver the scores for you on Flat River Radio. Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers your dream furniture right to your door. Trying to count, comes out with a little funky formation here again as Bryce James actually is behind the quarterback and hits Brady Boltmeyer there as they went with the old swinging gate to the wide side of the field. And Brady with a nice catch and looks like enough for first down once again. Yeah, they had just a couple of guys with the uh, lineup over there on the football. And uh, that's actually going to be a running play for James, and that'll be a gain of 11 for James. Actually, I think, Randy, he flipped it forward to Brady Holtmeyer there. Holtmeyer, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It was, yeah. But, again, kind of a different formation here to see what GICC is going to do. This time, Bryce James is going to bounce it outside. And he takes up a couple of blocks. He'll cut back to the inside, has across the 50, a little stiff arm. And he'll bring it across the 45-yard line. There's a flag down right at the uh, tackle. So that most assuredly has got to be a face mask of some sort. But it might even be on the offense. No, it's going to be a tug by GICC. And so that's going to add a few more yards on it after it came to 15 years for Bryce James. Yeah, Carney Catholic went with a little quick snap back to their normal formation there, and Bryce is able to bounce it outside with everybody collapsing down, and he's able to pick up 15, and then right at the end, looks like the shader grasped the face mask just as he was trying to make the tackle. Got it off quickly, so it's just the five-yarder, not the big one. But again, Carney Catholic able to come right back down and put the pressure back on the Crusaders' defense as they're over the midfield line already again on this drive. They'll be about the 38-yard line here. They wind the clock with 8.04 to go. Second quarter, Stars lead it 28-14. to 14. Coming across in motion is going to be uh, Blake, and that quick handoff right up the middle, and hitting that hole hard is Cooper Holbrook, and Holbrook is going to be brought down at about the 31-yard line. Quick hitter there, gain of seven for Nails. Yeah, you know, they're in that little wing trap there that time. Ryan Blake happened to be the guy coming across and hit the nose guard, and Cooper... Earning time, giving Bryce a little break as Bryce has ran his tail off here the last few plays. Hits it really hard and gets seven there on the first down play. Actually, maybe even a little bit closer to eight to the way they have it spotted here. So Master will call for the ball, and coming across the formation here for the Stars is going to be Ryan Blake. And again, this time Master does hand it off again to Cooper Holbrook, and there's a grab of the face mask. That one might be 15 yards as Holbrook is down at about the 28. That'll be a gain of three for Holbrook. And I'm sure this will be the 15-yard variety. Yes, it is. Yeah, you know, Cooper just kind of hit the middle of the line, and the stars were surging forward. And Cooper does such a nice job of keeping his legs moving. And he was actually spinning out of there, and I think that's what the defender felt. And then he just reached up to grab anything. It couldn't happen to be the face mask back of the helmet there of the or of Cooper Holbrook, and that's going to be a big one here because that's the 15, and that puts him inside the red thing. Yeah, that'll be half the distance to the goal, and you're right, the ball will be inside the Flat Valley out of Carney red zone. So Carney's hometown forward store, as they mark it off here, and the ball will be about the 14-yard line. Yeah, just a nice job by that line, just surging forward, so before you can get it, he's already picked up three or four yards and it sets up a first and ten inside the red zone. No counterplay, and Holbrook is hit, makes one man miss, skips off tackle, bounces off another guy, drags another man forward, brings it inside the ten-yard line, bringing his lunch pail and going to work is Cooper Holbrook as he runs hard and is going to have a gain of about six on the play. Yeah, you know, uh, Carney Catholic went with a little counter action. They sent John Houston in motion, faking that jet sweep that they've done all year. And then Cooper Holbrook comes back with the counter and actually hit in the backfield, was able to spin through and make the guy miss and pick up five yards on what very easily, because the guy didn't bite on the fake, 
Could have been a two to three yard loss there. So great run by Cooper Holbrook. Going to go down as a five yard game, but probably should be more close to that eight to ten yard mark. So second and down and about five here. And they fake the pitch. Master keeps it is a hit as he gets to the line of scrimmage. And he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. And that's going to be about it. Yeah, you know, the defensive end over there for the Crusaders did a nice job of sitting and making Matt trying to make decisions. Matt tried to fake the pitch there. And then here came the cavalry from the inside and able to wrap him up for virtually no gain as it's a big third down and five here as they Crusaders defended that option very well. So second and five, maybe he lost about a half yard on the play. So it'll be second and five. They've got to get the ball right to the five-yard line. They might have to bring the nose of the ball just a little bit across the white stripe here. Holbrook will be the running back uh, with Master, and now he'll come out of the, the formation and uh, line up in the spot on the right side. He comes across in formation. No back in the backfield here for Master on third and five from the 10. Throw on that right side. Caught in the end zone. Touchdown. Looked like John Hoosman. They went actually with that empty set, and when Cooper Holbrook went across the motion, it sucked a lot of the defenders with him. John Hoosman had that little inside comeback route that makes him look like an out route. Matt again throws it where John catches the ball or no one does, and this time John comes down with it and is able to take the last step into the end zone. That's a five-point bank touchdown. The better bank, another touchdown pass here by uh, Masker, his uh, uh, fifth of the game. Excuse me, fourth of the game, fourth of the game. Bushcutter tried to add the extra point, and the kick is up, and it is good. It is 35-14 to 14 after the fourth touchdown pass by Master, and that one had some pepper on it. And it, Yeah, it was thrown in a safe area, but it had to have a lot of velocity on it, otherwise it gets knocked down. So a great ball by Master, pulled down by Hoosman, and it's the touchdown to put the stars up. 35-14 to 14 with 5.36 to go here in the second quarter. We're back after this. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Young disputed Midwest yield leader. And welcome back here to Miles Field as Carney Catholic has the lead. We're back in the Nebraska-Land National Bank broadcast loop. 5.36 to go here. And again, uh, Carney Catholic's offense, um, they, they went for it on fourth down once, didn't get it. Every other time they've had their hands on the ball, uh, it's ended with an extra point kick by Grand Bushcutter. Yeah, you know, Carney Catholic's been able to do a lot of things, and some of that's just when you have a little bit bigger, stronger line, you're able to be multidimensional as opposed to having to depend on only doing one thing, and the Stars are reaping the benefits of having that bigger, stronger line today. But a big, decent possession here coming up for the Stars as the Crusaders have scored their last two possessions. And Bush Gunner, a little bit shorter kick. It's high. It's going to be picked up at about the 10-yard line and trying to get the corner on that left side over there is going to be Wenzel. And Wenzel, that corner collapsed in on itself as the Stars are able to fight through there, and he'll be knocked down at about the 25-yard line. Yeah, it looks like John Bach was able to beat a block or two there and squeeze that window down a lot more. And then the rest of the Calvary, Breckheiser, Ryan Blake's able to come in there. And then Cooper Holbrook's coming in to clean him up there. And it's great to see these guys get down there because that was something that the possession before, 
is where it kind of sparked the ICC. They were able to get some better field position. For that time, a lot better job on the special teams by the Stars. And Nathan Williams, I don't know if they got the tackle, but he created a pile over there. And uh, sometimes you just need somebody that's going to run over people and uh, pile up bodies. And that's exactly what Nathan Williams did there. I formation here for Anspaugh. As they've got a first and 10 from the 24-yard line, he's going to hand it off to the tailback Boone. And Boone will bring it across to about the 30-yard line. So that'll be a gain of six. Just power football here for Grand Island Central Catholic. Yeah, kind of with that power play, you have the fullback kick out the defensive end, and you let the tight end and tackle go to your linebackers. But maybe a little bit surprising because the past two possessions, GICC has had some success spreading people out. And this time they choose to go back to their power football game. They do pick up five. We'll see if they go back to that spread stuff where they've had a little bit more success. Well, they had that big play by Anspaugh because there wasn't anybody left in the middle because they spread the field out so much. He's in that pistol formation again. And he's calling out the signal. Long count here. Just runs a little counter play. And that little zone read. And uh, about the 34-yard line is where they're able to bring the ball forward. And not, not a whole lot of room to run there for the uh, Crusaders, and handing the football to the official there is Jonah Bale. Yeah, you know, just kind of ran that same action as when Antifas for it opposite way this time, and it looked like the Stars had it snuffed out there, and then all of a sudden he's able to squirt free there for about four yards and set up the third and one, but it looked like Carney Catholic had it stopped, so they had a chance at a virtually no game there, so good run by Bale there to set up a third and short. And it is that third and one here. Out of the pistol formation is Anspaugh just going to hand the ball up, up the middle, and I don't think they got there. I don't think they got back to the line of scrimmage as they handed it off to Boone, and he had nowhere to go. No, it looked like the defensive line had some penetration there. It was Ryan, Bl- or Ryan Brungar and uh, Michael Daniel, and then Nathan Williams and Tyler Messel were able to come free because the linemen are worried about those two, and they're able to hit him in the backfield and still have that fourth and one. So a big play here as it looks like the Crusaders are going to try to go for it or just draw someone off sides here. So a huge play here in this game in the first half. Fourth and one from the 34, 3.30 to go here in the first half, and Bale is just off the uh, shoulder here of Anspa, and they're going to take the hand off to him. Anspa looking to, to run, and the stars are all over it. It's going to be a loss of about three on the play, as that one had no chance for success. Great penetration by about four or five stars, including on the blitz, Holtmeyer, who made the tackle. Yeah, you know, Holtmeyer came from his outside spot there where he was covering the slot receiver and just came in and virtually took the quarterback regardless of what the play was, and that was able to be what led to the success of the Stars and gives them field position right about the 30-yard line of the Crusaders to start yet another drive. So first and 10 from the 30. The Stars have scored all but their very first possession of the game every time they've had their hands on the ball. This time there's no backs in the backfield here for Masker as James is going to be one of a couple of guys in the left slot. Masker looking to throw to the right. Pass is going to be caught over there. And uh, Pacheco dancing around. Doesn't have a whole lot of room to go there. Be a gain of only one or two here for Masker on his 15th pass of the first half. Yeah, you know, they kind of went with that overload set or what the current count calls the air raid set to the left side where you put four receivers and just a little quick, quick screen almost to Eric Pacheco. But Anspaugh comes up and just wraps him up and lets the rest of the guys get there as Pacheco was trying to dance for a no game there. And Carney Catholic needed a big play here on second and ten again. And they'll hand it off to James. James dancing around a little bit, has a little room to run work there, and will bring the ball down to about the 25-yard line. So that'll be a gain of five. Beautiful night for football. We kick off with temperatures about 62 degrees. Even though it's the last game of the season, the field 
He was in great shape and a wonderful night for football. Tonight's field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weegis. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Craig Weegis, your Pioneer Seed dealer, science for service, delivering success. Check those wristbands to see what we're going to do here on third and five. And Garnet Catholic has their marching orders. Moving off to that right spot is going to be James. Out of the shotgun here is going to be Master. Master takes the snap, looking to throw, throws it over the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. They had a man out there trying to connect with Bach, and it falls incomplete. And we have a, there's a flag down. Flag in the backfield, kind of the area where you have that holding, and that's what it is. GICC kind of brought a blitz, so Matt got rid of the ball just a little bit quicker, and it didn't matter as there was a holding penalty. I think GICC would back him up here because they're just on that edge of that field goal range, so back him up and take him out of that for sure, I would think, or have a better chance of taking him out of field goal range here. We'll see what they do, though. So the ball is about the 25-26 yard line, and they're going to decline it. And I think here he's going to come Grant Bushbetter in because that's the 42-yard field goal here with a virtually no wind here on a beautiful night, so it should be no problem. This is well within Bushcutter's range, and we'll see what we can do here with about two minutes left in the first half. Well, if this will exercise at least one demon, because this is almost identical from where the kick took place against Grand uh, against Central City at the end of the game last week. Wind should not be a factor here as the flag is laying limp. And the ball, this would be about a 43-yard field goal, and we have stoppage. And uh, there's a flag down right where you get the delay of game, and Carney Catholic gets the timeout just in time. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership, Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. So Carney Catholic right now leading at 35-14 to 14 with 2.02 to go here before halftime. Let's get you updated on some other scores. Top-ranked St. Cecilia in class C2 has a 21-0 lead in Superior. That game is in the uh, second quarter. Uh, Donovan Trumbull, 14-0 at home, has a lead against uh, Sandy Creek in uh, Class D1. A game heard earlier on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Axel over Shelton, 33-14. to And Pawnee City leading McCool Junction, 16-14 to there in the second. Uh, Elm Creek, Blue Hill, no report on that one just yet. Exeter Milligan, number one in the state with a... Uh, a lot of work on their hands as they're at Fall City Sacred Heart, who's number two and second-ranked Fall City Sacred Heart has a 30-14 to 14 lead over Exeter Milligan. That game at last report was in the first quarter. Flat River Radio delivers the scores. Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers your dream furniture right to your door. We'll check some more scores for you at halftime. Here, Bushcutter still, again, is going to be trying about a 43-yard field goal on fourth down and about six. Snap is down. Kick is up. It looks like it's got the distance, and it is good. And that is a career long for Grant Bushcutter, who hits a 43-yard field goal to make it 38-14 to here on senior night. A minute 56 to go here in the second quarter. We'll take a quick break. Stars leading it 38-14. to We're back with less than two to go in the second quarter right after this timeout. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. And welcome back to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth. That one had to feel good for Grant because it was the same spot of the field, same end of the field, uh, virtually identical to the uh, field goal that would not go in for him against Grand Island, against uh, Central City one week ago. Yeah, you know, that had to feel good. It was a great snap by Tyler Messon, a great hold by John Bach, and was able to look comfortable there as they were able to get something right before half again, and we'll see if the defense can come up big again. With it is Wenzel, and it's a low line drive kick, one hop by Wenzel, and Wenzel will bring it across the 25-yard line out to about the 26. The Stars trying to make something happen. They do a lot of different things with their kicking game, whether it's just kick it in the end zone. They tried the onside kick. That one was more of a line drive where they're hoping to get it off of somebody's hands, either into the end zone or make it a fumble. Um, and uh, really not bad job there for Grand Island Central Catholic to get themselves fairly good field position as the nose of the football is at the 30-yard line. Yeah, you know, they tried that low-line drive one, kind of similar to the one that Wenzel was able to slip or had to slip down on the first one right near the goal line of the first quarter here, but it sets up at the 30-yard line here. And Sponsor was a high ball, and coming back forward is going to be the offensive player, and it's going to be caught and uh, tackled made by Bushcutter at about the 40-yard line. As he underthrew it, and the receiver was able to recognize that a little bit quicker than Grant could, and there is a uh, flag down right at the point of attack that appears that it's against Cardi Catholic. Yeah, you know, kind of with an underthrown spade ball that is so tough for the defender to know because you're having to cover the deep route, and the defender or the receiver is able to just about turn around and come down, and he's able to do that. And then on the end, it looks like a personal foul roughing the passer call called on the stars back at the at where the pass took place here. And it's a huge play, essentially, and it puts the GACC down at the 25-yard line with about a minute and 35, minute 40 left in the game in the first half. And they've got two timeouts left, so they've got uh, plenty of opportunities to uh, – the time is really not going to be much of a factor for them at all. And Spahm, and that shotgun formation, throws it off on the left side, tipped, and is an interception. It is. Carney Catholic comes up with the interception. That's that old tip drill, and it looks like Grant Bushcutter was able to come up nicely making another catch just like he did today at the uh, Stars homecoming games here, like he was doing a Newcomb ball, diving all over the place. This time he's able to stay on his feet, and I'm sure Coach Calling loves to see that, as that's a big play right before half, as I believe GICC really got the ball to start the second half as well. So a chance here for Carney Catholic either to run out the clock or maybe try to go down and attack with as well as Mattis throwing the ball tonight. Again, they, they have scored every time that they've had their hands on the ball, with the exception of when they went for it on fourth down, their very first drive. And we'll see what they can get done here with one timeout left. A minute 34 to go here before halftime. And the Stars leading at 38-14. to 14. They're going to run a little zone read here. They hand it off to James. And James is going to be uh, tackled right at the uh, 20-yard line. So no gain on the play. Yeah, it looks like they kind of wanted Bryce to start to the right side and come back. And they ran kind of to the trap. And the defensive end there is able to slip the block there and kind of settle in underneath and make the tackle for no gain there. But again, I think if where Carney Catholic is able to seal that block, Bryce might, Bryce might be off to the races here on a big first down play. So Master has thrown four touchdown passes here in the first half, 
And with a minute three to go, they're going to go with that uh, air raid formation. In fact, put James out in motion on that far side as well, and they're going to throw it in to, uh, to Pacheco. Pacheco makes a couple of men miss. There's one man left, and they grab him by the shirt sleeves, and he'll be brought down at about the 30-yard line. It'll be a gain of about nine on the play. I think he got out of bounds to stop the clock with 43 seconds left, and they were about a half yard away from that one going to the house. Yeah, you know, that was just kind of one of those screens, and they're able to basically set four blockers up for them there. And if number 10, Wyatt Gleason, doesn't just hold on to Pacheco's shirt tail, Eric Pacheco is off to the races because there was no one left to catch him there. But again, holding on to that shirt tail, and it sets up about a third and three here. And Pacheco's got enough speed that they wouldn't have caught him if he would have just been that uh, eyelash in front of him. Trips to the left. James comes across the formation. Pressure coming. Masker makes a man miss with old ball fake. Throws it deep. It's kind of floating in the air. Caught by Holtmeyer at the 25-yard line. Down the sideline. Into the end zone. Touchdown! A five-point bank touchdown. 79 yards. And that's the final play of the first half. Great job by Matt Master. Kind of sold a little shoulder fake to make the defender rise up so he's able to sidestep him. Probably one of Matt's... Not he's pretty, pretty at least ball, pretty. But again, Brady's able to make the catch and just outrun everybody there right before halftime, and that's a big play as it sends a big crushing blow to the Crusaders on a final play of the first half. And a lot of enthusiasm on the Carney Catholic sideline for obvious reasons. Bush Gunner will try to add the extra point. No time is on the clock here. Snap is down. The kick is up. It is high. It is a long ways out there, and it is good. 45-14, to 14, Cardinal Catholic went for it on fourth down, their very first drive. Every other time that they've had their hands on the football, it's ended up with points on the board by, by Grant Bushcutter, either an extra point and a lot of those, six of them, uh, over the field goal uh, from 43 yards. And the Stars head to the locker room with a comfortable 45-14 to 14 lead here at homecoming for Carney Catholic. So the Stars definitely in command here against Grand Island Central Catholic. Yeah, you know, and that's a huge swing in turn of defense there because about two plays earlier, you thought GICC might be able to cut the lead to 35-21 or 35-28 or 38, I should say, and still be in the ball game because they're getting the ball back to start the second half. And then before you know it, Grant makes a great interception. And then Matt makes a guy miss and is able to throw it to Brady who's able to outrun everybody. And before you know it, what could have been a three-possession game is now looking like it could run into that 35-point rule here in the second half if things can progress. But life for GICC, they did have some success in the second quarter moving the ball. So we'll have to see what changes Carney Catholic makes defensively to slow that down. Well, we got a lot of numbers that we got to total up, and we'll do that when we come back uh, here at halftime. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up with the Stars leading at 45-14. to 14. We'll check numbers uh, in this game as well as scores from across the state when we come back here to Miles Field right after this timeout. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of pro team design. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. 
we proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzzes Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth as the star is very much in control here over Grand Island Central Catholic at Intermichigan. It is 45 to 14. Time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We're going to go through the scoring summary. That will take some time to do here as Carney Catholics put up 45, GICC with 14. So we've had 59 points scored so far here in the football game. And uh, the, the star so far has been Matt Masker. Masker has thrown five touchdown passes here in the game. The one non-touchdown uh, pass from him that ended up being a six-yard, uh, six-point score was Brady Holtmeyer running in from nine yards out on Carney Catholic's second possession of the game. They led it then seven to nothing. And their ensuing drive, the Stars marched right down the field. And again, the first of five touchdown passes here by Matt Master as he connects with John Bach from 11 yards out. Extra point by Bushcutter was good, 14 to nothing with 2.03 to go in quarter number two. Uh, their next drive, the Stars build a 21 point lead as Master this time hit Tyler Messel from 23 yards out, 21 nothing at that point. And then uh, Grand Island Central Catholic got in the scoring column after the Stars tried an onside kick that failed by about a half yard uh, because it was uh, touched too soon. But Carney Catholic could have let that roll for 10 more yards because there wasn't anybody from Grand Island Central Catholic near it. But in any event, it was touched too early by the Stars, and Aiden Onspaugh is able to make him pay because he hit Chase Wenzel on a 21-yard touchdown pass. That made it 21-7. to Stars answered right back. Master this time hit Bryce James on a beautiful screen pass that covers 15 yards. That made it 28-7. to Then GITC is able to answer back a 64-yard run by Aiden Onspaugh right up the middle. That quarterback keeper opened up wide. He uh, is able to get in the end zone. The extra point by Seelock is good. It's 28-14 to 14 at that point. And then Carney Catholic, very next. Excuse me, Ed. I think I must be allergic to ground for the county turnovers, uh, touchdowns, I guess, because I, I sneeze there. But in any event, <laughs> uh, after Anspach's touchdown, made it 28-14. to 14. Stars answered right back as Master hit John Hoosman on a 10-yard touchdown pass. That made it 35-14. to uh, uh, 14. And then uh, the Stars, with a minute 56 to go, were able to march down solid about the 26-yard line, and Grant Bushcutter hit a 43-yard field goal to make it 38-14. to 14. And then the final play, after Bushcutter made an interception to stop the ninth drive by Grand Island Central Catholic, the very next, the last play of the first half, Masker was able to hit Brady Holtmeyer on a beautiful pass that traveled about 55 yards in the air, and uh, uh, Holtmeyer was able to make the catch, stay in bounds, run down the sideline, goes 79 yards on the score. Last play of the first half, there were triple zeros on the clock when Bushcutter hits the extra point to make it 45-14 to 14 here at intermission, and the Stars absolutely in control in this one, and I've got a lot of numbers i got to total up here, but again, five touchdown passes by uh, Matt Master. Yeah, you know, and that comes down to Matt doing two things. One, he's spreading the ball out. You're not able to sit on one receiver or two receivers. He's hit four or five different receivers. In the, and then the second thing, he's hit him in stride. 
he's hitting them where they catch the ball and they can turn up and get north and south. And then before you know it, they're able to turn that five yard play into 10 yards and that eight yard pass play into a 12 yard touchdown, things like that. And that's a lot of it coming down to the offensive line is able to give Matt a lot of time where he's able to set his feet and step into his throw. There hasn't been too many times where he's been having a guy close to him other than the time right before half. And that one he was able to do on his own where he made a guy miss on the blitz, sidestep, and then been able to deliver a ball so Brady could catch him. But the big key is the offensive line has had success giving Matt time. If that can continue, we have a chance for the Stars to put up more points here in a hurry again. And the key here for them, if they want to get to that 35-point rule, is can they stop GICC like they did in the first quarter? They're able to slow them down. When GICC was able to go to their spread formation, they were able to have more success because it sucked the star defenders out wider. And then Anspaugh was able to hit some stuff up the middle. He was able to find the receiver, too, because there wasn't able to be that blitz coming from or that design blitzer that you can't pick up as easy. So that'll be a big key. Can Carney Cap make a couple adjustments and get to that 35-point rule? Or does GICC keep spreading the thing, the ball out and making Carney Catholic cover the whole field so they have a little bit harder time? And that's the halftime adjustments for Carney Catholic. Now, if you're Coach thinking in your first year, your decision is, do you want to be able to run your power run game? If you do want to run your power run game, you have to stay in that and say this is a learning opportunity for our younger team, for our program in the future. If not, if you think, you know what, our future is going to have to be to spread the ball out, we're going to have to go to the Carney Catholic style of spread game, then that's what you have to do the second half. So we'll see a lot of what Coach Finke is thinking for the future of the Crusader program after the halftime time comes out. But again, that offensive line of Carney Catholic to me has been the bigger story. And maybe the first time all season, other than maybe, say, the St. Paul game, where they've just been bigger man-on-man and stronger. And I think that's really shown some dividends for the Stars in the first half as they've been able to be multidimensional more through the air, but Bryce has had some nice success running the ball, and it's been able to be between the tackles even still. So that offensive line and defensive line, conversely, which is a lot of the same guys for both of them, has led to the Stars' success, which has led to Matt's five touchdown passes to four different receivers, I believe. Yeah, and they, they spread the ball out very nicely. Real quick, here's uh, some of the numbers uh, in the first half. For Grand Island Central Catholic, a non-spot, yeah, has uh, thrown eight passes, uh, has a couple of uh, interceptions, uh, and it's completed one, two, three, four, five of eight. Two interceptions, uh, one was incomplete. We only had one ball that he threw on that he landed on the turf. Um, and so he's got 71 yards here in the first half, but a couple of interceptions. He also has a 64-yard run. He's the leading rusher here for Grand Island Central Catholic. Has 62 yards rushing in the first half. Nathan Boone has carried the ball six times for 21 yards. So they have uh, 86 yards of uh, rushing and uh, in the air. They've got 71 yards. So about 159 yards or so of uh, offense here in the first half. And that's not bad for a team with 14 points here in intermission because it's 45 to 14. Now, the numbers for Carney Catholic, huge, and it starts with Matt Master. Master is 14 of 18 throwing the football for 343 yards in the first half. 343 yards in the first half. We mentioned he has five touchdown passes. Bryce James has caught a couple of balls for 37 yards. John Box, three receptions for 95. 
Tyler Massel, one catch for 23 yards. Touchdown, Eric Pacheco, two, touch, two catches for 79 yards. Brady Altmaier has caught four balls for 109 yards and uh, a couple of scores. John Usman with a touchdown. He's caught two balls for 25 yards. So, again, Matt Master unofficially 14 of 18 in the first half, 343 yards, five touchdowns, and no interceptions. His quarterback rating has to be off the charts if I knew how to figure out a quarterback rating. Uh, he certainly is the uh, star here of the first half as the Stars lead it, 45-14. to 14. You're listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in the local yellow pages. We found a whole bunch of scores that we're going to give you from across the uh, state of Nebraska for football and even get you updated to Major League Baseball. We come back right after this. The Aurora Cooperative Grain Team is excited to do all we can to help you have a great fall harvest. Whether it's opening earlier, closing later, offering great prices, harvest policies, or other marketing needs, we want to help you achieve your marketing goals. Be sure to call and visit with anyone on the Aurora Cooperative Grain Team about marketing options for your crop. From all of us at the Aurora Cooperative, we wish you a very safe and successful harvest. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Stars right now in control over Grand Island Central Catholic. Homecoming, final game, home game of the year. So it's senior night here at Miles Field. And the Stars all smiles as they lead it 45-14 to 14 here at intermission. Let's get you updated on scores from across the state. And we'll begin with our friends from Kearney High, the Bearcats. They're going to have a running clock to start the second half at Omaha Bryant as ninth-ranked Carney High has a 35-0 lead at intermission. Elsewhere, Millard South with a 13-10 lead over third-ranked Grand Island in Grand Island at halftime. Adam Central leading Hastings 28-7 on our sister station, KHAS Radio. Elsewhere, fourth-ranked Aurora with a 42-0 lead over Seward at halftime. They'll have a running clock. Ninth-ranked Grand Island Northwest has a four-point lead, 17-13 at halftime at third-ranked York. Eighth-ranked McCook, no problem at home against Lexington, 21 to nothing at intermission. In Class C-1, again, here, Carney Catholic has a 45-14 lead over Grand Island Central Catholic. Minden with a 10-8 lead in St. Paul over the Wildcats. Cozad being shut out by Broken Bow, 3 to nothing at halftime. One of the games that a lot of people paying attention to is 10th-ranked Central City with a 24-3 lead over 6th-ranked Holdridge. That game at last report was in the second quarter, and that uh, most assuredly is for the district title. Central City with a 24-3 lead over Holdridge. Elsewhere, Wilbur Claytonia, 41-0 over Fairbury. Ford and O'Neill are tied 7-7 at halftime. Uh, elsewhere in Class C2, 10th-ranked uh, Arcadia Loop City is trailing in Gibbon. 5th-ranked Buffaloes have a 20-6 lead over Arcadia Loop City. That game is on our sister station on Classic Hit. 98.9 FM. Elsewhere, Bayard leading at home against Cambridge, 12-8 in the second quarter. 
Donovan Trouble shutting out Sandy Creek 14 to nothing in the second. At halftime, 0-0 between Centura and Wood River. They're looking for their first points of the ball game. Fourth ranked Sutton with a 14 to 7 lead at Southern Valley. That game is in the second quarter. Top ranked St. Cecilia 38 to nothing in Superior at halftime. Malcolm is uh, trailing at Shelby Rising City 17 to 14 at intermission. Also at halftime, Centennial 42 nothing over Thayer Central. Also at halftime, Ravenna being shut out by Twin River 28 to nothing. That game is at Twin River, uh, and uh, no report yet between Fillmore Central and Tri County. In eight-man action in Class D1, fifth-ranked Amherst, 35-7. Right now, their lead over Loop City is there at halftime. Also at halftime, Angeli Litchfield with a 22-7 lead over South Loop. McCool Junction trailing at home to Pawnee City, 16-14 at uh, intermission. And a game you heard earlier on our sister station, Classic Hits 98.9 FM, Axel with a 33-14 win over Shelton this afternoon. In uh, Class D2, uh, last report, the battle of the two top teams in the state. Right now, second-ranked Fall City Sacred Heart at halftime is leading top-ranked Exeter Milligan 30-14 to at intermission. And Selma Mernon, number nine in the state, they have a 62 nothing lead over Overton at halftime. And fifth-ranked Giltner with a 46-6 to lead over Red Cloud. That game also at halftime. Bertrand leading Alma 20-16 to at uh, intermission. And in six-man action, no report yet. Between third-ranked Juanita Palisade at Silver Lake, Silver Lake, number four in the state, McPherson County is also taking on the Falcons of Wilcox Hildred. Here on Platte River Radio, we'll deliver the scores for you. And Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers your dream furniture right to your door. Here at halftime, the Stars at home with a 45-14 to lead over Grand Island Central Catholic. Again, unofficially in the first half, Matt Masker. 343 yards, passing five touchdowns, and the Stars with a 31-point lead here at intermission. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more of the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Oh, before we do that, let's keep up in on Major League Baseball. As uh, earlier today, the Royals came from behind and beat the Astros 5-4 to four to even out their series with the Strohs. That's a five series. is now tied one game apiece, and it took 14 innings, but the Rangers won at Toronto. Six to four. So now the Rangers are a game away from playing for the American League Championship against uh, the uh, against either the Astros or the Royals. They're still trying to dispatch the Jays. Jays are going to have to win three in a row, including the first two coming up in Arlington. And the Cardinals at home at Bush Stadium right now leading the Cubs by a score of four to nothing. That game is in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, interesting little baseball trivia here. These two teams have been rivals and have played against each other for over 100 years, about 106 years or so, first time they've ever met in the postseason. I don't know if it's important, but it is interesting. And right now the Cardinals with a 4 nothing lead over the Cubs. Here are the Stars lead at 45-14 over the Crusaders. They're right out in Central Catholic. We'll be back with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this timeout. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FTIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. 
October is Campus Visit Month at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. It's the best time of year to explore our beautiful campus and see how UNK can make a difference for you. You'll tour academic buildings, residence halls, the wellness center, and more. You'll learn about our quality academic programs, scholarship offers, and ways to get involved on campus. You'll get a taste of the UNK difference, an experience you won't soon forget. October is Visit Campus Month at UNK, so go online to visit.unk.edu and book your official tour today. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. And the Stars did not score their first drive. They went for it on fourth down, did not get it, but they have scored every other time that they've had their hands on the ball. That's the big picture in terms of what the offense has been able to do. But individually, Matt Master, 343 yards. Six, uh, excuse me, five touchdown passes here in the first half. No interceptions as he's 14 of 18 in the first half. And uh, that's as good of a, a quarterback performance as you're probably going to see. Yeah, you know, uh, Matt had a great first half. The offensive line was able to do a nice job getting it, giving him time so he could spread the ball out to those guys. And most of the time, if you set at halftime, you have a guy with two touchdown receptions or anything like that. Because I believe John Bach has two of them. Maybe I'm incorrect there but I know Brady Holtmeyer has two, one rushing, one uh, receiving there. You'd be talking about them, but they're an afterthought compared to Matt because of what he was able to do due to the time with, that he's had in the pocket thanks to the great protection from the offensive line. Um, he's going to touch down pass to the five different guys. Five that's different guys. Now, Holtmeyer is a, bit, is a hog here because he's got one rushing and one receiving, uh, so he's got two touchdowns, both one on the ground and one in the air, but... Uh, Touchdown receptions by John Bach, Tyler Nestle, Bryce James, John Hoosman. And again, all sorts of different balls. Nice little lob ball over the shoulder that Bach was able to catch in stride. Beautiful ball there. Uh, also another ball that he threw that went for a 79-yard pass. Uh, very similar. And just barely missed another one uh, just like that. And then he throws he throws just a clothesline out to Hoosman on that far side. And again, if he lobs it, it gets knocked down, maybe even intercepted. Uh, but he throws it in the, in the back shoulder, throws it on a real sharp throw to get it in there. And again, just all sorts of different ways to deliver the football. And that master seems to do a nice job. And I don't mean for a sophomore. I mean, he does a very nice job getting the ball where it needs to be. And uh, by the time it's all said and done, he's going to be an outstanding quarterback here at Carney Cabot. Yeah, you know, you uh, walk down there at halftime and talk to some of the different people. And the GICC people are saying, geez. That senior looks nice there at quarterback, and you kind of say, um, he's a sophomore, and their jaw just dropped. And they're thinking, geez, he's one of the best quarterbacks they've seen all season, and they've seen some good good quarterbacks, great players, and Matt's up there right with them. And then you tell him he's a sophomore, and it's hard to fathom for some of these people. So that's a great thing for the Stars for the future. For some area teams, they got to be thinking, oh, geez, what do we got to do to stop this guy in the future here? Randy Bushcutter, Scott Carlin, and I know you'd like to see a couple more inches on uh, Mr. Master as well, uh, being the basketball coach. But at 6'2", and just a sophomore, certainly the potential. And again, if he throws two, three inches, I mean, you're really... Yeah, let's not run too far here when we're talking about a sophomore, but he certainly looks like a guy that could be playing on Saturday. Yeah, you know, he's definitely a guy that has that potential. He throws a good ball. He understands the game. You know, some things that are hidden facts are the things that the times when he maybe doesn't try to throw the ball, he pulls it down and tries to buy a little more time, where some younger guys, some unexperienced guys or guys that don't understand the game as well, 
might try to force it. Matt's able to buy some extra time with his feet and allows our the receivers to come open. And I think that's a sign that allows him to have that opportunity, not just the size, not just the arm. It's his mental capacity that he's able to do. And the Stars coaches have done a nice job of putting him in successful positions for him to achieve success. Well, I hate to refer to him as the late Yogi Berra, but Yogi Berra used to say about baseball that baseball is 90% half mental. And the game of football is pretty much the same way because it's a, it's a very uh, mental game. And certainly Matt Master has that aspect of the game as well. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Bush Cutter will kick off to start the second half here for the Stars. And kind of lost in all this is uh, Grant's uh, 43-yard field goal, which is a career long. And uh, also exercised a few demons because it was made from uh, almost identically the same spot that he uh, tried to field goal against uh, Central City in the waning moment last Friday. And again, as you mentioned right now, Central City is uh, very much in control over Holdridge, and uh, we'll have those uh, updates for you throughout the game. Which kind of puts his foot into it. It's going to be bounced around. It is loose. It's on the ground, and finally, the Crusaders are able to fall on it about the 25-yard line as they got there just an eyelash before Brett Kaiser was able to come in there and make a play on the ball. Yeah, you know, Nathan Boone was trying to come up, and I think it just kind of surprised him where it was. He comes off his fingertips, and he kind of kicks it, and Brett's sprinting down as hard as he can, and he's able to go maybe a few yards farther. Brett's diving on the ball for a star's possession here, but Boone instead dives on it to get his Crusaders' possession here at the 25. So I'm Bob will step in under center, and he's got uh, two running backs, and GICC has to call a timeout immediately, three seconds into the second half. They've got to call a timeout. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership, Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. So keep it right here. Uh, and again, GICC just wasn't organized come in out of halftime. Yeah, you know, and that's the second time the first play after a break, I believe in the start of the second quarter, they had to do the same thing. Then here to start the second half. And that, as a coach, frustrates you more oh, than yeah. anything because it's got to be a lack of focus there, and that's all you can attribute it to, whether it be they're in the wrong formation, they have the wrong personnel in, or they're not having enough guys out there. But that just has to frustrate Coach Finky. So Anspon will step in under center. And by the way, if I have some money, I'm going to get them darker numbers so you can actually find the numbers here for the Crusaders. They won't run a little counter there. Quarterback is going to keep it as he pulled the ball out of the belly of uh, the running back, Boone. And boy, uh, he was behind his center, and his center was behind his guard, and his guard got stuffed back a little bit. So that's going to be a loss of about one. Yeah, you know, it looked like uh, Michael Daniel there was able to play low man wins and just get underneath the guard and drive them back. When Anspaugh looked to run, maybe a little bit of that fear stuff that we saw St. Paul run a couple weeks ago, had a little success after halftime. He just had nowhere to go because of the penetration by the guard. No backs in the backfield as Anspaugh is in the shotgun, and the uh, pocket beginning to collapse. He throws it, throws it late. It's going to be tipped and incomplete. There defensively for Carney Catholic was James, and again, that was a desperation throw. Literally falling down was Anspaugh after that pocket collapsed, and really GICC fortunate bad things didn't happen like Carney Catholic getting their hands on the ball. Yeah, you know, there's where we were talking about that uh, – um, Andrew Harms had some pressure on him, and then uh, Bryce James had a pick, and there's one of those times we talked about where 
Matt had times where he's pulled it down there, and that should have been one where Amplot just pulled it down to live inside another down. So it is third and 11, and they're just going to hand the ball off, and Harm is going to pursue the running back, and cutting back to the inside is going to be Jonah Bales, and Bales is going to gain uh, just uh, oh, maybe about five yards, but it's going to set up fourth and long here for the Crusaders. Yeah, you know, just kind of ran that outside zone play, and Harms is in great position. He kind of just outran him. And then the Calvary out there, you know, Brady Holtmeyer, Ryan Blake, Tyler Musters, the John Hoosman, the Grant Bushcutters, and before you know it, you got a fourth down play, and Connie Catholic does just what they needed after halftime to exercise some of those demons from the second quarter. Mock is standing at his own 34, waiting to punt, and it is going to be a high end-over-end kick, and it could take a funny bounce, and it's going to be grabbed there by Grand Island Central Catholic. It might have given up a few yards, but if Chase Winslow doesn't touch that, Bryce James had no idea where that ball was. It could have taken a funny bounce and uh, been an unfortunate turn of events here for the Stars. As it stands, Carney Catholic will now have it first and 10 at their own 41-yard line. Pretty good starting field position. Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of that comes down to the defense getting a stop there, three and out, and you're able to get the ball back where you need it and see what this offense can do come down to halftime as they've been clicking all game. And Master will take the snap. No back in the backfield. He's going to throw the ball. He's got a man open in the middle, and it's going to go through the wickets and incomplete. He had a man, and it is uh, incomplete, and John Bach wants to redo. Yeah, you know, uh, John broke free there, and you couldn't ask for better protection and a better ball, really, there. So that's one of those where you got your hands out, you're at a dead sprint, and you're having to catch the ball over your shoulder again, that you just can't simulate game speed. Because John Bach is sprinting there as fast as he can to try to have a chance at it. You know, and Master hit him, please. That was just a perfect pass. It really, it I, I think it was. John would be the first to tell you that was on him. So, again, Master out of that uh, shotgun. Has plenty of time. Now he's going to roll out to his left. There's a flag down. That's going to be a hold here against Carney Catholic. Master is going to bring it across the 50. Going to be close to the first down marker. And they move the flag forward just a yard or two. So this is going to end up being about a 12-yard uh, holding call here against Carney Catholic, which, especially with about an 11-yard gain, you know GICC is going to take here. So it's going to be second and about 21. Yeah, you know, it looks like they just kind of brought a little pressure in the lineman trying to give Matt that protection he's had. Couldn't quite do anything, so he turned, got his hand out wide and ended up holding him. But something that was kind of encouraging there is when Matt made the decision to run for the Stars, he just ran. There was no hesitation. It was north and south. He actually had a nice stiff arm that was able to give him more yards, but unfortunately the holding call is going to wipe it back and bring up about a second and 22, yep. which is going to be a tough situation here as Carney Catholic's really been rolling. So we'll see what this does to the Stars as they've went deep the first two plays with they've had the ball. So out of that shotgun, coming across is going to be Curtis Bach, and they hand the ball off to James. James bounces off one man, cuts back in, keeps his hand down to keep his balance, is going to bring it across the 45-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about 17 or 18, and it's going to set up third and very manageable here for the Stars. Yeah, you know, and uh, Bryce just made a couple guys miss there. They went with that wing kick again one time. But this time, GICC's nose guard didn't quite shoot up field as well. So Bryce had to bounce it to the Stars' sideline. Before you knew it, he's able to make a couple guys miss and bring up a third and manageable here. Yeah, about six. About third and six here. And so it's going to be Master again out of that pistol because James is just going to be uh, off of his shoulder. Low snap. Master is able to handle it. Rolls out. Throws it. 
And he's got a man out there, Hoosman, and can't make the connection as it's going to fall incomplete. Yeah, you know, and I think that was maybe about the first time Matt's not hit the checkdown guy because he had a guy that settled down right about the Crusader 45, which would have been more than enough for the first down. But he saw Don Hoos when he thought he was breaking open. And instead of just turning setting his feet and taking the first down, he went for the big home run play there. And I think when Matt looks at that on film, he'll be the first to say, I got to hit that short guy and get the first down to keep the ball moving for First punt of the night for Grant Bushcutter. He's standing at his own 30-yard line, about 31, actually, waiting for the ball. And uh, Wenzel, one of two guys back deep here for Grand Island Central Catholic. Good snap. Bushcutter puts the foot into it. A spiraling kick, and it's going to be fair caught. No, it's going to bounce, and it's going to roll around. And they're going to be downed at about the 10-yard line. Great punt there on my grant. And kind of surprised your crusaders as they were coming up, thinking they had to fair catch it. Before you knew it, you have to, it's over your head, so you just get away from it. And it takes a star's bounce and rolls down to about the 11. And GICC, not the start they wanted offensively last time with a three and out. And this time, Grant was a nice punt able to put them back in position where they don't know what to do here. Now, 49 yards with no return there. And so, again, uh, Tough field position here for Grand Island Central Catholic. This will be their second drive of the second half. They trail it 45-14, to 9-12 to go here in quarter number three. Man in motion coming across on spot. Going to roll out, look to throw. Throws it deep, and he's got a man and a great catcher. Was it knocked incomplete? No, it is going to be caught at about the 48-yard line. Wenzel comes up with it. And that was a perfectly thrown ball because that coverage was pretty good on that far side. Yeah, that was the same play that they tried to hit deep earlier where they sent the guy in motion, faked a little ice up, and this time Anthaw just faked it and turned his head and just threw it. And this time he was able to hit it right in stride over John Box, who was able to make the tackle. But again, a great ball by Anthaw as that was the only place he could hit it to have a chance for it. Yeah, Box was stride for stride with it. Out of that pistol formation, they're going to hand it off to Boone. Boone going to be wrestled down on that far side. I can't tell if that's two or three. It's going to be Bach that comes up. So Bach leads the tackle after a gain of uh, two here on the play. A reminder for you that our coverage of high school football on all of our myriad of stations on Flat River Radio is uh, brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are different thinkers. Call to schedule a campus visit and go Lopers tomorrow. Second and eight here. Ball at about the 46-yard line. Hansbach out of the shotgun, steps up, throws it in. It's going to be caught in traffic, and uh, Boone is going to be pulled down after he gains about 10. Yeah, kind of just a little, some crossing pattern there. Both receivers were about 8 to 10 yards, and Boone was the one that caught it. And actually, when the other receivers coming through, he was able to pick up a block so Boone could get another 5 or 6 yards. But again, a nice ball by Anspach, who was able to set his feet that time. And Spahn standing at the 40-yard line. Now that uh, pistol throws it late over the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. There was a lot of green jerseys there. And uh, Holtmeyer jumping up high, showing that vertical. Couldn't quite get his hands on it, as that one was overthrown over everybody. But I'll tell you what, Holtmeyer was in the air looking for that ball. Yeah, you know, and uh, probably one of those things Coach Finky's going to have to talk to him about because there's three stars to the one crusader there in that area, and that generally doesn't lead to a lot of success offensively. Looks like he's built a little success and was trying to fit it in that tight window. Had some time, maybe he could have came off that receiver, but I think that mental clock was going off and said, get rid of it. So he threw it high, but again, great coverage by the Stars defense. And the Crusaders down by 31, maybe pressing the issue just a little bit. On spa, 
pressure coming, rolls out, throws it out on that right side, and that's going to be intentional grounding. Yeah, there wasn't anybody around there. And the rules for high school are different than college and pro. Um, the fact that across the line of scrimmage doesn't matter. There just wasn't anybody there. That's going to be intentional grounding. And I think that would have been intentional grounding in college level as well because I don't think he was outside of the tackle because the Stars' defensive line just kind of kept him in that pocket was able to squeeze everything down. So what really happened is he had that time and threw the ball away with his intentional grounding. I don't quite know why the official moved the ball forward and then marked it off there. Why they moved the flag five yards up? Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't either. Because that, that is a foul, even in high school. Yep. And that's where it was. It'll be lost it down here. So it's going to be third and right at twenty with the uh, intentional grounding call. So Lanspot will have a running back behind him. So we'll call this a pistol. He's actually standing in Carney Catholic territory now, and they're going to run the option. He's going to pitch it out that left side, and James is going to lead the tackle as they pitch the ball out here to uh, Jonah Bales. And Bales has run the ball quite a bit. Only carried the ball a couple of times all season coming in, and here he's going to gain maybe about one yard on the play, and that's going to be it. Yeah, I think GICC went with kind of a little safer play, trying not to give some momentum here and ran with the option. But Andrew Harms able to come up and force the quick pitch and then allows all the defensive people to come and rally to the ball. But it's fourth and 20, and they're lined up to go for it. And Spahn, going to step, throw it in underneath. It's going to be caught. Bush Cutter with the tackle going to be well short of the first down. They're going to gain about 10 on the play as they throw it in underneath. And uh, from his uh, tight end position, uh, coming up with the ball there is Trayton Rule, and Rule makes the catch a gain of 10, but that's probably, uh, they figure safer than punting, I guess. Yeah, you know, and maybe it's one of those things you think, hey, we've had some issues, I'm not for sure, we don't want to risk a bad snap or something here, or a big game, because Carney Calic special teams have shown they can be explosive, so they felt that was a safer option. Pacheco comes in motion, and they hand it off to him on that jet sweep. He dances around one guy, but that slowed down his momentum, and by the time he Try to get that corner. Uh, here come the Crusaders, and it's going to be a gain of only about one on the play. Yeah, I think what their stars look like they're trying to do is just spread the ball around here again, make GICC cover a lot of space, because last series they hit them verticals a lot, and in this series they're hitting them wider so far. And with Bryce up the middle, anytime you can get GICC guessing, you got a chance to take it for the house right up the middle. Either. Master in that shotgun, 6.40 to go here. Third quarter, start lead at 45 to 14. Masker sets up. He's going to throw the ball deep, looking for box. That one is off of uh, number two hands again, and the ball is incomplete. Yeah, you know, they kind of was a little different formation where they stacked their inside receivers and basically ran one of them on an arrow route, and then John ran a deep corner route. And he was there, hit him in the hands there again, or face mask, but a beautiful ball when Matt was able to semi-roll there. But, but not an easy catch. Again, no. you're looking over that shoulder, but... What a great throw. Yeah. I mean, it truly is it's, it's, a, it's a thing of beauty, but that's not that's a pretty catch, but yeah. that's not an easy catch. Well, especially when you've been the guy that's been the deep threat all game. Your legs just got to start getting a little tired, and your mental focus has got to start waving on you a little bit, too. And comes across the motion. That's going to be James. Master looking to throw. Throws the ball over the middle, looking for Kaiser, and it's going to be incomplete, actually, at Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer realized that was overthrown by everybody. And Matt Master, after uh, completing 14 of 18 in the first half, has now missed all four of his attempts here in the second half. And again, for the second straight time, Carney Catholic will have to punt. They did not do that the entire first half. 
you know, GICC is playing a little bit closer, so I think Bernie Cowherd's trying to think we can hit him over the top. But again, especially on any level, those are a lot lower percentage throws, and that's kind of what's been happening here. Matt, not throwing a bad ball, he's hit some guys in stride, they just haven't been able to catch it. No pressure on Buscutter as he punts it, and it's going to be picked up at about the 30-yard line, and Lentil makes one-man miss at that sideline. Cooper Holbrook is going to force him out of bounds or not. He is hit hard right on that sideline, and they're going to call a flag for hitting a guy inbounds. Wow, that was... He was still inbounds when he got hit. Well, the worst thing was the block that sprung him was clearly right between a guy's numbers, and then he gets hit inbounds, but because it's too hard, it looks like the official's going to call. They're going to give him 15 more yards. That is a bad call all around because the block that sprung him was a block in the back. So a huge play. Instead of being back near the 20-yard line of the Crusaders, they're going to get the ball near their 20-yard line thanks to basically 30 yards and a difference in penalties here after what was a good guy running with the football, by definition, is not defensive. And they hit him while he was still inbound, and they throw a 15-yard penalty. That I want to protect kids because I got one out there playing, and I don't want anybody to get hurt playing the game that we all love. But you got to let them play football, and that just was a football play. And it wasn't high. It wasn't anything malicious. Well, it again, was, it again. was the fact that he had just broke a tackle, was staying inbound. You, you've got to make sure that you've got, got to get him out. Otherwise, Wendell has shown that he can take it the distance. That's a huge play. I believe the officials missed it, and I hate criticizing the officials here, but they missed the block in the back early, which sprung him, and then they gave him an extra 15 yards at the end of what was already a nice return. So he first and 10, again, he used these blocks well. That was a nice return there by Wenzel. So the first and 10 from the 20 after the penalty, and they hand it off to uh, Jonah Bales, and Bales off on that right side is uh, able to get a little bit of a line surge, just no hole there, but a little line surge, that's going to be a gain of about three. Yeah, what really set it up, it's just kind of a tempo play. They fake the fullback left and then hand off to Bale's right. So it is that old true crossbook out of that eye formation that some people like to run. And it does go forward for about three yards. But again, no hole, just kind of fell forward again one more time. Bearcats right now leading 42 to nothing at Omaha Bryan. That's obviously a running clock. And pressure coming here, and the Stars are going to get him. They get the sack. Bryce James gets the sack. Holtmeyer in on it. Also in on the tackle here for the Stars is going to be Ben Palmer. So kind of had a couple of couple of seniors meeting at the, at the uh, quarterback there. That'll be a loss of about seven. Yeah, I think that was one of these times that Collins said, all right, you kind of got a couple things away from us. You got down our field position. We don't think we should be here. We're going to make sure we push it back. So if you have to do something, it's a third and long where – GICC has to be in the obvious passing situation. So third and about 16 from the 26-yard line. And now the pistol here is going to be Anspa. Anspa takes the snap. And a little pump fake. Now he's rolling out to his right. Throws it a little off balance. And it's going to be in the end zone. Is it caught? Yes. Touchdown for Grand Island Central Catholic. Kind of a jump ball over there. I believe that was Wenzel that came down with it. But the pump fake that definitely made the defender bite to the inside, and he ran a little post corner out. And then it had just a jump ball, and he was able to find it first and go get it. Not bad coverage once he recovered after the pump fake, but again, it was just enough that Wenzel was able to get some separation. But you got to wonder here, after the two penalties and giving them the short field, if that would have been the same scenario if you don't get that extra 15 yards. Now. It is what it is. Though. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Seawalk here, waiting for somebody to come on the field. We'll try the extra point. And uh, a little bit of a line drive kick, but it is good. So Seawalk remains perfect in kicking here tonight as well. 
And with 4.53 to go here in the third quarter, Grand Island Central Catholic has cut into the Stars' lead. It's 45-21. And Carney Catholic will get their hands on the ball. We come back right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast. Luke Stars with a 45-21 to 21 lead here with 4.53 to go in the third quarter. And Carney Catholic trying an onside kick earlier that would have worked, but a little anxious grabbing the football. This would not be a bad time for GICC to try to return the favor. And the Stars, the way they're lined up, are thinking exactly the same thing. They have their hands team out there. They don't have any big numbers out there except for Nathan Williams, and he's got nice soft hands. He's the only number in the 50s out there. Everybody else is in the 20s and the 80s and all that. So they're looking for this onside kick from uh, Seelock, and Seelock will put his foot into it, and Cardi Catholic will pick it up at the two-yard line. With it is going to be Bach. Bach bounces to the outside at the 20-yard line, back to the inside, makes one man miss, still running around, and here comes the Cavalry as he's going to be wrapped up at about the 27-yard line. Yeah, you know, it was kind of one of those things. Cardi Catholic had some guys up, so they're a little farther and John kind of just needs to hit the hole there a little bit. Unfortunately, it looked like the Crusader got hit by Bryce James, and he is down. Great block by Bryce, which was able to get him past the 20, and that's going to leave a thing mark because I believe it's one of their linebackers there. I believe it's the linebacker and tight end, Trayton Rule. Yeah. So they, he's, um, they're, they're working on him. It does not appear. I don't think we're looking concussion here. I think we got hit in the chest and maybe uh, had the wind taken out uh, here on the play. Don't think that this is going to be a very serious. But this injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting back to the game of life with two locations in Kearney. It, he took his helmet off, was rolling around a little bit. So, again, it's it's not those real serious injuries that we're worried about. Could be a concussion, but I don't think this is going to be a long-term injury, and they're they're working above the waist, so we're not dealing with uh, any knee injuries or anything like that as well. No, it definitely looks like just one where maybe he got hit right in the sternum there. Yeah. And it surprises you. Wind gets knocked out of you before you know it. That hurts and, like the dickens. And it hurts like the dickens. You can't catch your breath. Sometimes that scares you more than anything, which makes it hurt even worse. But we wish him the best here because it's definitely one of those things you want everybody to stay healthy, and that's just what we were talking about here. Yeah, they're helping him a little they're helping him up, so nothing malicious, just a solid block here, and it's kind of one of those things when you're on kickoff. Fortunately, that's one of the things that can happen when you're on a dead sprint, and one of the blockers has come across that a dead sprint. You get a big collision, and sometimes the wind gets knocked out. Yeah, they they brought him up a little bit, so I, I'm sure Trayton Rule is uh, going to be uh, fine here, but he'll have to come out of the game here for a little bit. Brian has scored a field goal, so now Carney Cap Carney High, ninth ranked in Class A, leads at Omaha. Brian. 42-3, that game is in the fourth quarter, running clock, so that'll be moving on here very quickly. Millard South has a lead at third-ranked Grand Island, 13-10. to That game is in the fourth quarter. In the Battle of Hastings, Adam Central right now is leading the Tigers, 34-13. to That game is on our sister station, KHAF. Fourth-ranked Aurora putting the wood to Seward, 49-7. to That game is in the third quarter. Uh, York has just scored to take a 20-17 to lead. 
Over ninth-ranked Grand Island Northwest, the Dukes are rated number three in the state. McCook with a 28-0 lead at home against Lexington, and Rule being helped off the field. They, he has his arm over one of his uh, training staff over there and walking off. So this could be maybe a, a, a shoulder. Maybe I, I, Again, don't want to speculate too much, but it looks like that might be a shoulder injury, and he has one shoulder dipped a little bit lower than the other as he comes off. So that's actually more serious than I thought it was. I thought it was just simply getting the wind knocked out. I mean, that hasn't yeah. hurt enough. You know, and it's one of those things that it looks like maybe he was trying to reach out and kind of when you extend it, some things can happen here. So this is kind of a big possession here for Carney Catholic. They've stuttered here to start the second half. And maybe you'll look for Carney Catholic to go back to some of those shorter timing route things instead of just trying to attack vertically or try to get Bryce James going again here to start the half. But we definitely wish Train Rule the best here. Well, James has 90 yards on the night, so they might want to feed him a little bit to at least get him uh, up to 100 yards here. Again this evening, he is going to be just off to the right shoulder of Master, who is out of that pistol. And they will put it all in uh, James's belly. Not much of a hole there, but he brings it across the 30 to about the 31. So that's going to be a, a gain of four. Just a quick little hitter here for Bryce James. will set up second and six. Yeah, you know, just one of those times they went with a little dive action, kind of that smash play that Carney Catholic runs following the guards there. And not much of a hole, but before you know it, Bryce twists and he gets about five yards there. So, again, they don't huddle, and they haven't huddled in several years. And, again, they'll give it right back to James. James has a steam on that left side. Hits the hole hard. Runs through there. Brings it across the 45. That's going to be a gain of 18. Just a quick hitter on that left side. And just a perfect track to run through there for Bryce James. Yeah, nice job by the left side of the line there. Uh, Michael Daniel and Andrew Farms opening up a nice hole. And Bryce hits it as well as anybody here. And that puts him over 100 yards for the game here. And that's a nice play. And gets Carney Catholic back in that positive momentum going that they had kind of lost the last couple of possessions. Master still looking to complete his first pass of the second half after going 14 of 18 in the first. He's over four here in the second. And again, hand off to James right up the middle. Play works. You come right back to it. That's kind of modus operandi for offensive uh, coordinator Coach Harvey. And he's going to run for a gain of about three on the play right up the middle. Yeah, you know, Bryce is kind of falls there. And again, not much of a big hole there, but the line gets nice surge. Before you're touching them, you're two, three yards downfield. Bryce nearly always falls forward or sideways, at least at a 45-degree angle, and that's what happens again. and keeps Carney Catholic in that positive situation. You know, and Rashawn Harvey's one of the few people that understands the phrase modus operandi. Take the uh, handoff. Master in trouble looking to throw. Here comes a lot of help, and he's going to be sacked. A loss of about five on the play. And the first one there for the Crusaders was uh, Jonah Pebeck, uh, Pebeck, rather, and that's going to be a loss of uh, about six, so it's going to step third and 11. It kind of looked like Carney Catholic was trying to run a double move, and the line gave that initial protection, but they couldn't buy that extra time as GICC brought a couple extra linebackers. And when Matt tried to roll out there, the pressure was able to get to him. But he did a smart thing and held on to the ball. So third and 10 here, and Masker's going to roll to his right, throws it in underneath, and it's going to be caught. It's Holtmeyer who has it, and he'll lean forward for a gain of about 11 or 12, and they'll be moving the chains, Will Carney Catholic. The chain gang out there moving the chains, just like Carney Towing Repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. A nice 11, maybe 12-yard uh, pitching catch there from Matt Masker to Brady Holtmeyer. Yeah, you know, they kind of ran the same play they've been running a few times, but this time Matt sets the seat and delivers the ball to that shorter route there, and that's a smart read because it does move the chains. And then Brady then at the end just needs to make sure he has the first down by another yard and a half or so. 
It'll be first and 10 from the 44-yard line. Master will uh, put Mestel in motion. He's wide out to the right now, and he's looking that way as Master as he rolls out. He'll throw it in underneath, and it's going to be caught by Mestel, and Mestel wasn't able to get a block there. Now Bushcutter's going to try to help push the pile forward, and uh, that's going to be no gain on the play. And if there is a gain, it's going to be very minimal. Yeah, you know, Matt kind of just rolled out to the wide side of the field. They ran air check on a deep post, and it made the corner drop off, and they were looking for that one extra block. But, again, Central Catholic was rolling with the guy, or rolling with the motion, and the guy just darted right under before the block had a chance to set up. But, again, maybe a little bit more to give Matt some uh, confidence back after struggling to start the second half. So, second and nine, Bushcutter is going to come across the motion. And they're going to hand it off to James. James has a seam. He picks up a block from Nestle. Has it at the 30, at the 20, at the 10. Breaks the tackle. Touchdown! A five-point fake touchdown. 44 yards for Bryce James. Nice little steal there. Nestle springs him for the touchdown. And the Stars now lead it 51-21. to Yeah, you know, they kind of just went with that fake jet motion there to Grant and makes the linebacker take an extra step outside. It sets up the block for the from the guard so they can feel it. And then Bryce goes to the outside, and Tyler Mess does a nice job of being patient, letting the block set up so he doesn't hit him in the back. And Bryce does a nice job, reads it, and then just outruns the defense into the end zone. So a 44-yard touchdown, and the uh, snap is down. The kick is up very, very high, and it is no good. Minute 26 to go here in the third quarter. The extra point's no good, and your score is 51 31, excuse me, 51 21 with a minute 26 to go here in the third quarter. We'll be back to Miles Field right after this timeout. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back. See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. It's a 30 point lead now for Carney Catholic with a minute 26 to go here in the third quarter. And not that the fans were getting nervous. For Carney Catholic, but it was nice to see after a couple of punts and a couple of drives, uh, kind of sputter the offense to kind of get going here for the Stars as they're able to march it right down the field. Yeah, you know, it's kind of the thing that they need something to go right in the second half, and that was the first sign of life again from them coming out of the halftime locker room. And that was a big drive just for that aspect because you hate to say you played a good half, you'd like to be able to say we played a good game. So Cooper Holbrook is going to lead the tackle on the uh, kickoff return. There really wasn't much of a seam there at all. And uh, Holbrook leads the tackle as Wenzel just brought it right up the middle. And I, that was the football. I thought I saw something yellow up right at the point of attack. And uh, just a weird shadow throwing on the ball. And it's a, that's the football. That's a kind of essential element to this game. I thought it was a flop. Yeah, you know, it's kind of one of those things where Park House was able to settle in and he had nowhere to go and gets up to the 24. And kind of one of these situations where Carney Catholic would like to see them get a stop and maybe be able to start rotating guys who in so nothing happens as you do have a few weeks left. And to reward some of those younger guys who have been doing a good job of giving you a look in practice as you see some guys rotating in, such as Cole Stop coming in on the linebacker. Yeah, they are rotating a few guys in there. And Spahn out of that pistol, looking to throw. Pocket began to collapse as Mercy 
putting some pressure on him, and he'll throw it off on that right side, and it's going to be incomplete, going to be deflected by Grant Bushcutter. He just altered a little bit there as it was kind of thrown behind Grant as he was covering actually two guys and uh, was able to just deflect it enough, and it falls incomplete. Yeah, one of those times where Carnage County went to his zone and Grant was kind of playing two guys, and actually Antoine's probably a little lucky it wasn't a little bit more accurate. Otherwise, Grant was in the better position than the receiver, and he says behind Bolton, and Grant's able to get a big call on it and knock it down, so it's that's a second contender. He, he, he doesn't have big call. Well, maybe the gloves that too. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Scott Carlin, Randy Bushcutter, glad you could join us for coverage of high school football here on ESPN Radio. And Spa's going to be out of that missile again. No backs in the backfield, though. There's going to be one about five yards to his left. And he'll come across on the counter, and not much room to run there for Jonah Bales. And Bales then slips to the inside off of that. He was going to be knocked for about a yard loss, and I think he's able to just kind of turn those pads and just kind of slip through there and get back a lot of scrimmage, and that's going to be it. Andrew Harms let the tackle, and there is a Crusader down. Yeah, kind of one of those times where they just kind of ran that little read action again. And Bales took it, and Harms is able to beat his guy one-on-one and wrap him up for basically no gain. But again, a nice play by Harms, unfortunately, another crusader down. It looked like what GICC was trying to do is maybe slow down the defensive line in front of by getting them to run wide so when Antoine tries to play, they're not just going north and south as much. And I think that might have been two crusaders actually hitting there is what actually happened. And it's one of the linemen that's down there, and I think they're working on his leg in terms of it looking like a cramp or something like that. So they are attending to him. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And uh, they're not doing the traditional stretch here, but, you know, he was trying to get up and, and, and everything. So, again, you know, I just want to make sure people listening know that this is not one of those truly serious injuries here as uh, it doesn't appear it's going to be that bad at all. And again, if you're listening via the internet, the internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. And we know a lot of people from around the country uh, listening. I think we might even have listeners in, in Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> Jeez, uh, even Missouri down there, I figured they'd be wrapped up with Major League Baseball between the Royals getting the victory and the Cardinals-Cubs game. So it's great to have fans like that listening. Springfield has the Redbirds. They have a, a Cardinal affiliate there in town and uh, being helped off. And it appears maybe we've got a badly turned ankle is uh, Jordan Pebbick, uh the uh, 5'10", 215-pound junior, as he is not putting a lot of weight on that left leg as he uh, comes off. And we certainly hope that that is not uh, anything uh, serious for him. Yeah, you know, it kind of looks like they're helping him off there, but we wish him the best again. It leads to a third and 10 here, third and nine again. But that's got to hurt GACC maybe emotionally as much as anything as they have to help another one of their teammates off to the sideline. And well, I don't think we've actually blown the, the uh, ball ready for play here just yet. And I think we have to make an adjustment with the clock. Yeah, we're putting 58 seconds on the clock instead of 53 is where it was. Yeah, 57. 57. So they just ran a second off of there, and now we're ready to roll. A little trip set out to the right side of Anspaugh. And he's looking that direction. Well, pump fake, steps up, throws, and great coverage over there. And it is incomplete. And actually, the uh, offensive player ran over Mestel, who was starting to slow down to get to the ball. 
but you never get the offensive player call for that kind of pass interference as the ball is incomplete. Great coverage over there by Nestle. Yeah, you know, uh, definitely looks like Carney Catholic. Check that. That was Bach. Had that that scouted out. And John Bach was in great position. He actually had the better read on the ball than the receiver did. And that's just a nice job by the coaching staff having those guys ready. Because Bach almost beat him to the spot before the ball was even thrown. So Bach will be back in punt formation. And punting in here is Josh Aaron. Aaron, a little bit of a line drive. And it hits Bach and hits a muff. And does GICC get there? I think Carney Catholic had a man down there. Yes, they did. And Bach had it. It kind of a funny bounce, and I think it's uh, it's, it's Grant Bushcutter who comes up with the fumble recovery there, and so the Stars are able to maintain the possession here after the after the month. Kind of one of those punts that almost took that sunshine off like a onside kick would, and kind of came up like bad one hopper for a short stop and hit the uh, hit John in the face mask essentially there as he was getting down, and before you know it, it's kind of down. And Grant does a nice job with the possession for Carney Catholic here. So 43 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Stars lead at 51-21. And uh, Master hands it off to James. James has a seam off that tackle. Picks up the block from Pacheco. Has it across the 40. Has it across the 30. And he loses the football out of bounds at about the 20-yard line. We'll see exactly where they spotted here. But Carney Cap is moving the chains uh, uh, here on first down as they get it all the way from the 43 down to about the 21. Yeah, kind of one of those plays where Bryce just starts in the middle and takes a step, plants, goes right back where he came from, like it was designed to be bounced right away. And then Eric Pacheco again does a nice job, same as Tyler Muskin on the touchdown, and lets the block set up where Bryce can read him, and Eric doesn't have to do a whole lot other than being in the defender's way, and Bryce takes a nice run down to about the 20. Well, after a 44-yard run, he has a uh, nice 36-yard run here, and he gets a little breather as it's going to be Cooper Holbrook, in there, they throw the ball in the middle to Bushcutter. Bushcutter breaks one tackle, slips through it in there, spins through, has a touchdown. This touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank. The first catch of the year for Grant Bushcutter is a 21-yard strike for a touchdown on senior night. Yeah, kind of one of those, Matt takes it Cooper Holbrook up the middle and just sets his feet, delivers a nice pass to Grant on the slant route. Grant breaks a tackle before you know it. He's in the end zone. I believe that is touchdown number six for Matt. Yep. And the sixth different receiver with the touchdown. So if that's not spreading the ball around, I don't know what is. Well, Bushcutter now will try to add the extra point here. He missed the last one. And, and a high snap, but it's handled, and the kick is a little awkward, and it is no good. They had some issues with the uh, with the hold and the snap there, and the kick is no good. But we will have a running clock here after the touchdown by Bushcutter. The extra point by Grant is no good, but it's 57 to 21. We'll have a running clock here with 27 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Stars leading at 57-21. We're back after this. The game is more fun to watch with Fanatics. Fanatics Sports Bar in Carney, that is, and now there's even more Fanatics to love. The new edition nearly doubles the room inside, and the bullpen combines the great outdoors with great seats to the game. Follow the Oscars and your other favorite teams on over 30 high-def TVs, including two huge HD projection screens. Treat yourself to a wide variety of appetizers, sandwiches, pizza, wings, burgers, and even a kid's menu that will make you stand up and cheer. Football is more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue in Carney. And welcome back to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth as Carney uh, Catholic gets the touchdown. We'll now have a running clock after we get the ball uh, marked for play, barring, of course, a 
kickoff return for a touchdown here. Stars right now with a 36-point lead, 27 seconds to go in the third quarter. It's 57-21. to 21. Yeah, you know, a chance for Carney Catholic here maybe in the fourth quarter to get some of those younger guys in here. But a nice statement here on senior night as all of the senior receivers here have had a chance to get in the end zone. So Wenzel will carry the ball on that far side. I don't think he got back to the 20-yard line. Yeah, he was running east and west instead of going north and south and uh, was having difficulty trying to get to that uh, wall that collapsed on him. And they're going to mark him well, right at the 20, maybe 21-yard line. I think you give him a little forward progress to the 20. But again, it's one of those situations where you get running east and west trying to go for the big play so often that sometimes you miss just getting north and south getting what you can and giving your guys a little bit better field position. But it looks like GACC is in no hurry, and they might let the clock run out with the running clock to go to the fourth quarter. Yeah, they decide what they want to do. Yeah, they are going to let it expire, and we'll head to the fourth quarter. Stars with a 57-21 lead. It'll be first and 10 for the Crusaders from the 20-yard line. As we start the fourth quarter with a running clock here at Miles Hill, we come back right after this. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth here at Miles Field as Carney Catholic has a 57-21 to 21 lead. Uh, our game on our sister station, Classic, is 98-9 close to a running clock. And fifth-ranked Gibbon right now has a 40-6 to six lead over 10th-ranked Arcadia Loop City. 40-6 to six as they're heading into the fourth quarter on our sister station, Classic, it's 98.9 FM. Don't forget the CPI tire Friday night scoreboard show coming up at the conclusion of the postgame on Classic at 98.9 FM. Uh, other scores that we could pass along to you, I think of note, our interest around here is uh, that score in um, Central City. And right now, Central City has a 38-18 to 18 lead over sixth-ranked Holdridge. That game is in the third quarter at last report, and Central City rated number 10 in the state. We'll give you the score. Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers furniture, your dream furniture, right to your door. First and 10 here for Hans Fox, who loses the football. He's looking to throw, throws it in underneath. He had a man there, and it is incomplete. I think the uh, the man supposed to cover the uh, tight end over there, Wyatt Gleason, saw the ball down trying to get the fumble recovery, and uh, the pass ball is incomplete. If they made a catch that, Carney Gaffley's hoping somebody has an angle because they would have gone a long way. Yeah, you know, it's kind of one of those things that you see the ball down, and it's hard to stay in your zone. Oh, gotcha. you, you want to come up, put pressure. And luckily, it made Antoine, with coordination with the fumble, throw the ball a little bit before he's ready. Well, he's going to throw the ball here, throws it in underneath, and it is incomplete. They're in the zone and uh, in great position, nearly making the interception there with Cole's stop, but the ball is incomplete. Yeah, you know, Cole just dropped to the zone, and GHC Kenner ran a hook and then a crossing route, and they got a little close, and Cole was actually able to guard two, and it was overshot. Otherwise, Cole had a chance to maybe find his way to the end zone there, but he had a nice defensive play, and it, again, it sets it up third and long, and it's nice to see some of the younger stars out there having some success here. It is final. Carney, number nine in the state, 42-3, to their win over Omaha Bryant. And off on that left side, and just not much room to run at all. As Carney Catholic, 
as Bales has it, and uh, he gets back to line of scrimmage. That's going to be it. That's going to be fourth and ten here. Yeah, you know, Crusaders. Brett Kaiser does a great job of stepping up, beating the pulling guard and the fullback leading around so Ty Conley can come up from the linebacker spot and just make the tackle. Brett Kaiser won't get any credit for that, but he definitely had a nice job of turning it back to the linebackers. Cooper Holbrook will be the uh, punt returner here, and a high punt kind of uh, sideways takes a weird bounce, hits the Crusader at about the uh, 49-yard line. I almost said 51 yards. <laughs> I almost said 49-yard line as Carnegie Catholic will be just short of midfield as they've got a pretty good field position. And I think you're going to see a whole bit different personnel out there for the Stars, leading at 57-21. They stop the clock on a change of possession so they can move the chains, and then we'll wind it here and have that running clock the rest of the first half. Yeah, it definitely looks like those different change of personnel are going to send Marcus Finish out there. Another sophomore quarterback, definitely a little different build than Matt Masters. He's about 6'5", and throws a good ball, and they got some bigger receivers out there like Josh Long and some of those guys. Finish has two touchdown passes on the season. They're going to hand it up to Cooper Holbrook. He's going to get out to the 50, and that's going to be about it. Yeah, just kind of tried to run that inside smash play for them there, but the defensive line for the Crusaders did a nice job of winning their battle, and Cooper can only get back get to the 50, so again, one is all. But a nice job by the front line of the Crusaders there to beat their or win their individual battles. Finished 7 of 12 in the air this season for 56 yards and a touchdown. And Curtis Bach on that uh, jet sweep is going to bring it across the 50-yard line, be down to about the 49, uh, 49, about 48 and a half here. It's okay, about a yard and a half. Yeah, you know, just kind of kept looking for that one block and couldn't quite find it. So he finally just put his foot on the ground and got north and south. But a nice job by the Crusaders again, kind of just blown with the ball to force another third and long here so they have a chance to have some success again. But it's nice to see some different people, different personnel out here for both teams as both of them are, sub- are subbing regularly. In the slot is Curtis Bach on that right side. Benish is rolling out to that right. He's going to throw it in underneath. It's going to be caught. And a short gain on the play here for the Stars. And it was Curtis Bach that made the catch. And so gain of about two there. And it'll be a punting situation here for the Stars. Yeah, Hank Benish just rolled to that short side there. They had the ball on the hash there, and Curtis had kind of been a safety valve there, and instead of taking a risk, just checked down, hit his checkoff guy because he had the pressure coming from the backside. So didn't want to make a decision that could put the ball with the Crusaders near midfield, so it gives them a chance to punt the ball down and put the Crusaders down deep again. So Bushcutter will punt the ball. Ball is, uh, I think, Carney Catholic kind of waiting until they count down a little bit here to work off a little bit of clock. And... Apparently low snap, but no pressure coming. Bushcutter would put a nice foot into it, angling to try to get it out of bounds, and then it will sneak into the end zone as that's going to be about a 53-yard punt, most of it in the air, and he angled that pretty well. So he crushed that one pretty good, but doesn't get the, the net he's looking for out of that as it goes into the end zone. Yeah, it took the nice angle that he wanted, but unfortunately when it hit, it must have hit just wrong because instead of keep continuing at that angle, which would have put him in down, Inside the five, it just bounces straight north and south again, kind of like a running back finding a split the ball to that, and it springs into the end zone, essentially. So we'll see what they do here at uh, quarterback, if they're going to make some substitution is going down in Central Catholic. We'll also see if I can read the number, because light silver on white is not a great combination, but so they, they didn't ask me for the color scheme. Apparently didn't want to go with the dark blue of their helmets and stuff like that. They wanted to make it hard on everybody 
more than Gardner. Their outline would be just fine. They did make a change at quarterback, and there is a fumble on the snap as in at quarterback is uh, Wyatt Gleason. And Gleason had a little trouble with the exchange and is going to lose about two yards. That kind of just one of those times when you get someone new when you're not quite used to it. He's antsy because he wants to make sure he gets the play right. Pulls out a little early. Before you know it, you've got a missed exchange. The ball's not quite there and it's on the ground, but a smart decision just to jump on it again. So it'll be second and 12 now from the 18 as they really tighten up their formations here, and they're going to pitch it out to that left side. Carney Catholic has a host of stars there and leading the way for the uh, – Carney Catholic is going to be calling Shires. Uh, Shires was able to kind of mop that one up as that one was really kind of stuffed up there. Nathan Williams was in on it. Uh, also in on the tackle for the uh, Stars was Colby Shires. So the Shires family convention was going on there. No gain on the play. Yeah, you know, it kind of looked like the uh, Crusaders went with the flanker out or the wide receiver out to the wide side of the field and ran just the top to the other side and hoped that the freshman Ben Riley could outrun people. But a great job of pursuit by the Stars. They stick parallel to the line and gave nowhere to run. So Wyatt Gleason will have running backs off of either shoulder here out of the pistol formation on third and long. He's looking to throw, throws it over the middle, and is going to be incomplete as he was trying to throw it to a, a pretty tall target uh, out there in uh, Jacob Herbeck, who is 6'4 as a freshman. And uh, he had a little bit of a size advantage on the two defensive backs back there, but wasn't able to uh, make the connection. Cole Stop will be back deep here for the Stars to receive the punt. As he'll be standing at his own now 45-yard line. Yeah, just kind of one of those times where it looked like Gleason just tried to throw it there to the bigger guy, but two Stars there back to defend it. And a high snap, great catch, though, and the punt is off. And it's going to be a little bit short, and Stop is not going to have a chance to return it. As it's going to roll across Carney Catholic's 50 down to about the 45-yard line. And so that's a, a nice job there by the uh, punter who went up high to pull it down. And Josh Aaron, 5'10", but he had some nice hops there. Otherwise, that ball was in the end zone rolling around. Yeah, it's a good thing he wasn't 5'9 there because he used all of his frame, was fully extended, and then did a nice job of getting a pretty good punt off, and it had no return for the Stars here. So it sets them up in their, or in their territory as opposed to over the 50-yard line here as we get near five minutes left. 57-21, Stars in command, and the Crusaders have to call a timeout. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership, Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. 57-21, 5-12 to go. Crusaders use their second timeout out of the second half. We're back right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back here to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast. Week 512 to go here. The Battle of Hastings. It is a final Adam Central over Hastings, 41-13. to 13. I guess it's not a final just yet, but it's, uh, it's close. Uh, you know, I still don't even recognize Adam Central's offense. I saw a little film on them. They're not in the Maryland eye. Even that's no longer count. I don't know if that counts as even being Adam Central anymore. Uh, quick handoff right up the middle, and Carney Catholic, short gain on the play. Stop with a just a little side play up the middle. Not much room to run there at all for stop. 
as he gains about one. Yeah, it looks like Carney Callard's trying to build stuff up the middle with some of the younger guys here. But a nice job by the interior of the Crusader line, including it looks like Eric Allen was in there kind of spearheading that line for the Crusaders there. So Benish out of that pistol has Cobb just to his left. Long count going on here. Low snap. They hand it off to, to uh, actually, that's not Cobb. That's uh, Jake Gappa. And Gappa trying to find a little steam. Really didn't have much room to run there at all. And actually, he's going to lose about one yard. That's kind of one of those things that looks like maybe the timing is thrown off with just the snap being a little low. But a nice job by the outside linebacker there of coming up and just making a nice sure tackle. He was the unblocked guy that they were trying to maybe read off of a little bit, but he just settled his feet and made the tackle. Arnie Kaplick still getting lined up here. Now they're set, so this is going to be a legal play. It's Benish rolls out of that pistol, throws it in underneath, and the catch is going to be made in there by Joseph Aram and Yui with a nice little catch at about the 46-yard line. That's going to be close to the first down, a gain of about eight on the play. Yeah, you know, uh, Marcus kind of rolled out to his left side as we can, maybe a little bit more, but did a nice job, set his feet, turned his shoulders, and had nice protection from the line, and sets up just a fourth and one here, where Carney County's in that situation when you're up this much, maybe you go for it here and let your younger guys see what they can do here. But a great job by Marcus Benish to settle his feet, and then New Year Rom just does a nice job of settling down, making the catch. So Benish gets the ball, throws it in underneath. It's going to be caught for the first down. That's Curtis Box. Dip arming a couple of guys, bring it down to the 25-yard line. That'll be a gain to 21, and the Stars will move the chain. The chain gang bringing out those chains just like Carney Towing and Repair will do for you. If you're stranded on the side of the road, no matter where you are, they'll get you home. A 21-yard little pitch and catch from Benish to Bach, and uh, it'll be first and 10 for the Stars. Yeah, you know, Curtis just ran that little hitch route. Marcus caught it and just turned him through it right to him, and Curtis went north and south again and got a nice first down. And up, up the middle here for Stobb. Uh, Stobb splits the defense, goes in for the touchdown. Brought to you by Five Points Bank. It's a Five Points Bank touchdown from 25 yards away. And a nice job of weaving through a little bit of traffic as he went through the initial uh, line there, untouched, and stopped and takes it to the house. Yeah, kind of a nice job by the interior line. Got a little more of a push up the middle than they had the previous few times and able to get Cole about five yards before he was even having to make a move. Then he's able to read a guy and kind of weave through, like he said, and find his way into the end zone to get a nice score for the younger guys and let Cameron Henson attempt those PAT here. So Henson is in kick formation here, the right-footed kicker. We have to get used to that. Switch it up high in the air, and it is up and good. So Henson up with the extra point here, and the Stars have put 64 on the board. They lead it 64-21 to 21 with 2.37 to go. We'll have the final two and a half minutes with a running clock here at Miles Hill when we come back after this. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Well, Cameron Henson hits the extra point, and the Stars now with a 64-21 to lead with 2.37 to go. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. And uh, Henson, I think, will also be doing the kicking off here. Yes, he will. 
And, uh, again, a great opportunity for some of the – you know, I, I like the fact that they have the running clock. It keeps games a little bit closer. There's more sportsmanship. But it does take away some playing time from some of these kids. And I don't have a better solution. A, uh, I don't think that was designed to be an onside kick, but it only went about 15 yards. And one of the upbacks for the Crusader is able to fall on it. And that's one of those linemen dreams. So, Jesse, please, congratulations. Pass off to you. You actually are in the stat book with a kickoff return. Yeah, it kind of looked like Denson was trying to put it deep there. He might have pulled his head just a little bit early. But a heads-up play by the lineman there, because that looked like one of those plays that if he's not paying attention, the ball is loose, all of a sudden you don't know who comes up with it. The longer the ball is on the ground with everybody running down and not everybody knowing where the ball is exactly. I had a, I had a kickoff return once. Yeah, big number 63. Kickoff, opening, opening kickoff return. Guy just, guy just missed it. Man, caught it right over the shoulder, man. man. Stop hands for number 63. Just saying. First and 10 from the 45-yard line. And looking to throw here are going to be the Crusaders and a deep ball, but there's a lot of green jerseys out there, and it's going to be incomplete. And, again, uh, picking himself off the turf here is going to be Wyatt Gleason. As Gleason was hit just as he released the ball by uh, Jacob Maskey. So Maskey with nice pressure there on Gleason as he got rid of it a little bit quicker than he wanted to. Now, Master came in from the defensive end position, a little more fresh, just went for it on a swim move, came through, somebody surprised the offensive lineman. Before you knew it, he's hitting the guy just as he threw it. And luckily, the ball was overthrown for everybody there because Master got there to give him some happy feet, some stuff to look at for the future. Less than 90 seconds to go in this one with the running clock, 64 to 21. And a uh, handoff right off on that left side, Henson. Well, it flipped off of there for the tackle. And he's going to bring it out to about the 40-yard line. That's going to be a nice 15-yard run. And that was a ping-pong ball in a, uh, in a, in a pinball machine just bouncing through there. As uh, bouncing through there is Josh Aaron. And Aaron is going to gain about 15. That's going to be about the best rushing play here for GICC, except for that 64-yard run in the first half. Yeah, it kind of just ran that little ISO play. The line did a nice job. Fullback picked him up and before you know it. He's been falling off, guys, and has a first down, and they gave him about 15. Looking to throw here is going to be Gleason. Gleason throws it in the middle, and again, it is incomplete. And the uh, clock will keep moving here with that incompletion. With 36 seconds left, it'll be second and 10 from the 40-yard line. You know, that's, this is kind of a point that I would like to make. The uh, running clock also allows teams that like to throw the ball to still try to throw the ball. Right. Past when that situation, you always felt like you almost had to run the ball. Well, here you don't have to worry about it. So you can run your whole offense and not feel bad about it because the clock is going to run even on incomplete passes. And uh, back at quarterback is Jack Goring. Goring's going to throw the ball deep, and he had a man, the freshman, Jacob Herbeck, and it was off of Herbeck's hands and incomplete, and that is going to be the final play of the ball game. And that is – no, there was a timeout. I think GICC called the timeout. There's one second left. No, Carney Catholic called timeout. Did Carney Catholic call timeout? That's what the referees are signaling, that Carney Catholic called a timeout with one second left. So apparently they wanted to – I thought I heard a whistle. Maybe there was a younger guy that hadn't gone in. Coach calling on them last night at Miles Field oh, sure. to make sure yeah. that everybody gets in. Nothing trying to do anything special here. Just make sure everybody gets in since they've all worked their tails off the season for them. So, so one last play as uh, the timeout will get one tick left back on the clock here. And out of that pistol formation is going to be Jack Goring. 
You drop him back to throw. He's going to throw the ball deep. It flutters in a nice guy, and it is going to be incomplete. They were they were getting close. Was that 23 out there? Was an, I, I don't believe either 23 or 83. And again, those numbers are hard to see. Either one, I don't have their number for GITC. Academic process now because the ball is incomplete, and that is your final score. Carney Catholic with a 64 to 21 win over Grand Island Central Catholic. Been a long time since the Stars uh, put up those kinds of offensive numbers in terms of scoring 64 points uh, in any given game. Uh, but they are able to hold on here, 64 to 21. And again, six touchdown passes by Matt Masters to six different receivers. And the Stars here, homecoming, senior night, they come away with the big win. Yeah, you know, that, this is a great win, especially after the emotional game they played last week. They came in here, they did what they needed to. They gave some different formations that they had done, and that might have been something that was able to key in their focus throughout the week. But a huge win for the Stars here on, as you said, senior night. Their last game here with the group that's been with Coach Calling the whole time. And then it gives the younger guys some momentum here, especially with two weeks left. Because as we said before the broadcast, it doesn't look like the Stars have a great chance of the playoffs. There's still the outside chance. But again, what a way to send your seniors out on senior night with a great victory after such an emotionally draining game last week. So Matt Masters, six touchdown passes to six different stars. And Carney Catholic, uh, unofficially Matt Masters with 17 of 25 for 377 yards, six touchdowns as Carney Catholic rolls tonight over GICC, a final of 64. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the new West Sports Medicine and Northern Deep Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together, we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. October is Campus Visit Month at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. It's the best time of year to explore our beautiful campus and see how UNK can make a difference for you. You'll tour academic buildings, residence halls, the wellness center, and more. You'll learn about our quality academic programs, scholarship offers, and ways to get involved on campus. You'll get a taste of the UNK difference, an experience you won't soon forget. October is Visit Campus Month at UNK, so go online to visit.unk.edu and book your official tour today. And welcome back here to the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Stars with a very comfortable 64 to 21 win. Uh, senior night, homecoming night. And again, they respond very, very nicely after that disappointing loss uh, one week ago as they come away with uh, an impressive win here. And, again, a huge night tonight for Matt Masters. Six touchdown passes to six different receivers, 377 yards in the air. It was 17 of 25, six touchdowns, no interceptions in the game. Matt Masters, huge night tonight here for Carney Catholic. Also a uh, big night. It's not quite a final. Haven't got the final yet from Central City, but 10th-ranked Bison right now 
with a 38-18 to lead over six-ranked Holdridge at last report. That game, you would assume, is getting pretty close to being uh, over with as well. But, uh, again, uh, at last report, a 20-point lead for Central City, and it appears they're headed to the state football uh, playoffs as district champion. Again, they've got to take care of some business last couple weeks, but uh, they would be prohibitive favorites in those two games. But right now they're up by 20 over Holdridge, and uh, you just tip your hat to uh, uh, the Bison, who had that big win last week. And uh, a nice win here again tonight, it would appear, as Carney Catholic also rolls 64-21. to Let's give you the uh, scoring summary and kind of run through that, our scoring wrap-up, if you will. Carney Catholic's second possession of the game turned into a Brady Holtmeyer nine-yard touchdown run. That made it 7 to nothing. And then the first of six touchdown passes by Matt Masker. He hit John Box from 11 yards out. That made it 14 to nothing with 2.03 to go in the second quarter. Uh, early on in the third quarter, Master is able to hit Tyler Messel on a 23 yard uh, pass. That's uh, for 21 points. And a nice presentation going on right now as we speak. 50th win for uh, the uh, Carney Catholic head coach, Dave Colling, who has uh, his second stint as Carney Catholic head coach in the last six years. This is now his 50th win in the span of those uh, six years. And uh, kind of interesting, some of those seniors are wrapped up tonight were his water boys when he came back here to Carnegie Catholic uh, six years ago. So uh, they're having a nice little celebration for him, uh, recognizing his 50th win. Uh, Tyler Messel's touchdown uh, reception from 23 yards out with 11.24 to go in the second quarter made it 21 to nothing. Aiden Onspaugh was able to answer back. He hit Chase Rendell on a 21-yard pass. That made it 21-7 to early on in the, in the second quarter. Very next drive, Master hit Bryce James on a 15-yard screen. That made it 28-7. to Onspot himself ran it 64 yards on a quarterback keeper that busted wide open in the middle. That made it 28-14. to And then Carney Catholic, with 5.36 to go in the second quarter, was able to answer right back. Master hit John Hoosman on a beautiful 10-yard kind of clothesline pass uh, off the shoulder. That made it 35-14. Then Grant Bushcutter hit a 43-yard field goal with a minute 56 to go. Uh, his career long made it 38 to 14, and then the very last play of the first half, uh, Master hit Brady Holtmeyer deep, and I do mean deep. Got behind everybody, was able to stay inbound, tiptoe down the sideline, 79 yards, no time left in the first half. That made it 45 to 14 at intermission. GICC is Carney Catholic kind of sputtered offensively early on in the third quarter. On spot hit Chase Wenzel this time a 26 yard pass. That made it 45 to 21. Then the rest of the scoring goes to the Stars. Bryce James, a 44-yard run. He uh, finished with over 200 yards rushing tonight, 51-21 to at that point because the kick was no good. And then Masker hit Grant Bushcutter on a 21-yard touchdown pass. That made it 57-21 with 27 seconds to go in the third quarter. And then in the fourth, Cole Staub with a 24-yard run to cap the scoring. 64-21 to was the final in this one as uh, Cameron Henson, Hit the extra point for the Stars. That scoring wrap-up brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. So the Stars, with an impressive win tonight, we, we gave you some of the numbers. As we mentioned, Asker, 377 yards passing, 17 of 25 passing, six touchdown passes, no interceptions in the game. Bryce James carried the ball 19 times for 205 yards in that second half. He had rushes of 18 yards, 17 yards, 44, 36. Really kind of wore down Grand Island Subs Catholic as he rushes for over 200 yards. 
So right there, and let's throw in Marcus uh, Benish, who hit three passes uh, for another 31 yards. So Carney Catholic, over 400 yards in the air, another 200 yards with Bryce James. You know, you total it all up. You're looking at about 650 yards of total offense here for Carney Catholic as they rolled tonight a final of 64-21. Yeah, again, a lot of that stuff was set up because the offensive line was able to have success moving the defensive line back. They were able to get gaps that Bryce could run between or give Matt time to be able to throw the ball. So you got to tip your hat. Anytime you can do that type of offense, it definitely comes down to the offensive line. And then the other thing, zero turnovers for the Stars. Yeah, zero turnovers, and they were able to cash in on a couple of turnovers that the, that the uh, Crusaders had uh, on the night as Carney Catholic uh, dominates this one, as you would anticipate when you see the score of 64-21. Uh, to 21. Again, you're listening to the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Post-Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, no matter the activity New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk with Dave Collins, who celebrates his 50th win here for Carney Catholic. Uh, coming back, he coached earlier on and got uh, 50 uh, wins here in his second tenure. We'll talk with the coach after a nice win over Grand Island Central Catholic, 64-21. to We'll be back with the coach right after this timeout. Selling cars and making friends. Hi, this is Micah Adams. Hey, this is Irish Brain. This is Doug Ferguson. This is Tom Layhill. We've moved in a huge amount of inventory, so you can come by the truck or car of your choice. Doug cares. Making friends. So if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, we at Pavelli Auto, Carney. And that's what we do. Selling cars and making friends. Black Valley Auto. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust with all your heating needs. Winter will be here soon. Is your heating system ready? Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Kelly and the crew will check out everything on your furnace or heat pump to make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back here to the Nebraska-Land National Bank broadcast booth. This is the New West Sportsman at the North Peak Surgery post-game show. We got an upgrade here, Coach. Uh, Coach Carlin, we, we have an upgrade because offensive coordinator Rashawn Harvey kind enough to join us to talk about this. I don't, I don't know. 50th win, is uh, Coach getting a cake down there? What's the deal? I know he's got a big cookie down there and people all over him and asking him questions. He's a big celebrity out there today. Well, you're a bit of a celebrity, too, because, boy, you got the offense rolling here as the offensive coordinator. you got about 400 yards passing. you got 200 yards on the ground from Bryce James. You know, this was just a solid offensive performance. It's been a long time since any offense has been able to roll up about 650 yards of total offense. What do you attribute all that to? I think uh, last year, honestly, is a little motivator for the kids. We went over to GITP and, and uh, lost a hard-fought game, and um, they, want a little, they want a little payback, and so... We had a great week of practice, and uh, we uh, we figured they didn't cover very well, and so we wanted to attack them through the air to set up the run this week. 
and Matt Masker certainly did that. I had him for 377 yards passing. He was, let me double-check my number here, 17 to 25. No in, interceptions. Big number there. Bigger number, six touchdown strikes to six different players. And they, we told guys just to move all over the field so they didn't see us in a certain formation, and we're figuring out we're running certain routes. So the kids did a great job of moving themselves around in, in all our formations. We probably threw about 10 different formations at them tonight. So uh, we knew in certain routes and their coverage, they played a lot of cover three, so we knew they were kind of soft on the on the edges. And um, when they started to come up on the edges, we hit them with the corner route. So the kids were very successful running their routes tonight. You mentioned before the, that, that uh, you had a great week of practice. After last week's emotional loss, did your coaches have to say anything special? Did your seniors take care of it? Because last week was an emotionally drained game. You had to deal with homecoming, senior night, and all these extra distractions this week. So what was it like for you coaches this week to make sure everybody was on the same page? And we just told the kids that if they even want a shot uh, at getting in the playoffs, that if that's still their goal, one of their goals, that we had to have this. We had to have a concentration in practice. We had to have good effort in practice. we got to pay attention. we got to watch film. And they did all that this week. You know, we checked guys on huddle to see how much film time they have and if they watched our plays and calls and everything. So uh, guys had a good concentrated effort to achieve a, to achieve a goal to win this game to ultimately uh, set up to keep one of their other goals alive, and that is to make the uh, state playoffs. Uh, let's talk a little bit about those seniors. I mean, Bryce James comes to mind, obviously, running for over 200 yards tonight. Uh, he's certainly on pace to be a 1,000-yard rusher for you. Uh, again this year, you know Tyler Nestle's had a lot of a lot of success. Creighton Hammock, before he got hurt, was in there. Talk a little bit about the senior class, and, and probably more from the offensive side for you. But uh, you can talk just kind of in general. You know those guys. You know they paid their they paid their dues definitely. You know they they've seen the teams come before them that were very successful here, and they wanted to uphold that tradition, and uh, they wanted to make sure they went out on a on a uh, a winning season as part of this senior class, but those guys put in great effort in the summer, in the spring. They went to every camp that we had. They they organized guys in the summer and the spring to get out on their own and run plays and, and uh, just do coverages and throw routes. And But they did a great job this year, and we'll continue to do a great job of pulling the team together. And uh, we have pretty good senior leadership this year. What was the coach that you saw in film that allowed you to try some of these different formations, whether it be the swing gate or moving your tackles out wide like you did on the first play of the game? So was it something in particular you saw in film or just maybe something that spurs the guy's interest a little bit more in practice so you knew they had to focus on him? We want to throw some uh, formations in to make it fun. You know, we'd say, hey, you know, if we're going to end this season anyway, we're going to end it having fun. So we decided we're going to bring out some some, some, excuse me, some formation so they can have fun and get excited about it. And additionally, we saw on film that the teams they have played, uh, GICC have played previous to us, they didn't see a lot of uh, variety in formation. So we wanted to get those kids on the other side thinking. We always say we didn't have to fool the coaches on the other side. We got to, we got to <laughs> fool the kids on the field. So uh, we did a good job of that, putting the game plan together to uh, get our kids in a position to throw those routes, and uh, we, all, we had great protection. I'm going to get a line of shot out tonight. We had great protection. I think we had one sack maybe, yeah. one or two. So the line did a great job protecting the night to allow uh, Matt to throw all those balls, and I got to do that as a former lineman. I'm about, about to say, about to say, a former <laughs> offensive recovery, offensive lineman, we need to kind of 
Well, let's talk a little bit about Matt. I mean, we have to, I have to ask you, you're probably the perfect person to talk about Matt Basker, his growth as a quarterback. 17 of 25, 377 yards, six touchdown passes as the offensive coordinator. Talk a little bit about what he brings to the table. Just why is he being so successful? I mean, just the offensive line, but personally himself, what does he do so well? The kid watches film. The kid dissects film. He eats it up. He asks, He will ask lots of questions. He doesn't understand stuff. So he's in my ear at practice, asking, "Hey, what do we? What? What should I do? Or what should I look for in this? In this certain uh, formation or in this coverage?" Uh, he he will organize guys himself to throw routes. He is throwing the football constantly. He wants to get better. He has a want. He wants to be successful. He wants his teammates to be successful. And then when he's out there, I, I believe right now the game has slowed down for him a little bit. And so he can understand coverages now and read and read the coverages. You know, tonight, no picks tonight. He did a pretty good job of reading the coverage and, and utilizing what I always tell him. Take what the defense gives you. And he would throw the underneath route if they were hanging back. If they were coming up, he would throw the deep route. So he does a good job of just being a student of the game. All right. Well, go get him next week in a minute. Thank you very much. Sean, appreciate the time. Sir. Thank you. Sean Harvey, offensive coordinator here for Carney Catholic as the Stars win this win comfortably. 64 to 21, and uh, again, uh, I, I feel like I'm breeding the dead horse, bringing these numbers up all the time. But Bryce James carried the ball 19 times to 205 yards. Matt Masker gave him a game ball because 17 to 25, no pick, six touchdown passes, 377 yards in the air. This was a uh, this was an impressive offensive performance tonight for Carney Cap. Yeah, you know, a great job. And another thing for Matt, 17 to 25, is I think he has three drops, unfortunately. Yeah. Otherwise, he's 20 of 25 with four yards. But a great job, and he had trust in his receivers. The line, as Coach Harvey said, did a tremendous job. And this is a feather in the cap for them, but he definitely can springboard and build some momentum on with a couple weeks left in the regular season that says, hey, we're going to build on this. We're going to be a better team next week because you can do these things. So a trip to Minden next Friday night, and then a week after that, it'll be uh, the Dusters. The Dusters will be uh, a little banged up, but I haven't seen the final score here just yet, but at last report, Central City with a 38-18 to 18 lead over Holdridge at last report in what basically turns out to be the uh, district championship game. So, you know, Holdridge will be playing for a spot in the uh, state playoffs. So that, there'll be a lot of energy for that game as well. Scott, I appreciate your time. Thanks man. for letting me do this. Scott game. Carlin, uh, head boys basketball coach here at Carnegie Catholic, and shitting for Don Lee, who's out celebrating his dad's birthday. Happy birthday, uh, Gail. Uh, so I, I, I've known him for forever, and I can still hear his. He was a PA voice when I was playing football. I can still hear uh, his, uh, his, his, whenever I think of my high school days, I hear his voice. So uh, it's good that Gail's having a good birthday, and uh, I'm glad all the kids come back for that. So once again, your final 64-21, to 21, Carney Catholic with the win. They're now 4-3 and three on the season. They'll travel to Minden next week. For Scott Carlin, I'm Randy Bushcutter, and our engineer, Jeff Hexton, back in the studio. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget the CPI Tire Friday Night Scoreboard Show coming up on Classic at 98.9 FM at the conclusion of the game in Gibbon. Once again, 64-21 is the final. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.